now we're on. Yes, then I've actually had. I'm gonna. Is the music still playing? Yeah, it's still playing. Yeah, right. took over. It's like professional radio broadcasters yeah, these days. I've actually had about three people ask me what's happened to this. Well. No, well, we have been busy with music. We have been very busy, haven't we? We've been busy with the music, but I think that, uh, I'm, I'm saying that as Hang a... Hang on then, first rule of sound, talking to the microphone. Yeah, sorry. There we go. I think what I'm saying to you is that I didn't think no, no <laughs> I didn't think no one listened. Well, that's good. No, um, have you, did you get Spotify wrapped? I was going to ask you that on the live on air so we can embarrass ourselves. Do I get what? Spotify? Wrapped. Wrapped. What it does is, so... I'll show you it now, so for everybody listening, they might know what it is already. So if you've got Spotify, if you're an artist on something, you know, like you get, I don't want to show you that, it's embarrassing, but at the end of the year, they do a, a wrap of everything that you've done. So on Spotify, it'll tell you the numbers for this. Okay, right, right, so like a wrap up, yeah. Like right. a, a wrap up, so I've got mine here for Spotify wraps. For your personal stuff. For the album. Right, yeah. And thingy, so that's Spotify wraps. 100,000 views? No, wow. I wish. Oh, wow. So, so we'll have one for the podcast as well. Yes. So man for Spotify was 1,500 streams. 60, I was impressed with this, though. 215 listeners, 14 countries. Wow, this is just Spotify. And 66 hours of play. That's a lot. You see, 66 hours. But we only did this in August. Yeah, I know. That's good. We released that. it like end of August, September. So although this is a year wrapped, it's not a year because it's a few months, three months. But I mean, there was people posting them online and stuff with like 14 million, and I just kept man to myself. <laughs> there was a band. Uh, I don't. Uh, these. The, the other. I've looked these. But back in 2000, do you remember a band called Papa Roach or that heavy metal stuff or like heavy new metal stuff? Mm, yeah, but they had like one. Yeah, yeah. There were another band called Trap. Papa Roach did. Follow me. Uh, everything is alright. Then they do that one. They might. Have done. I'll be the one to. No, that sounds, that sounds too... That's Okay, but they all said that one. It's my life in two pieces. This is my last resort. Oh, I might have got this wrong then. Let's have a look. Papa Roach. No, we've got to get it right if we're going to talk well, about I, it. I, well, actually, Papa Roach aren't the band to talk about. It's just the era. I was trying to set the era. Um. But uh, them bands, and band like that, right. <laughs> there's a band called Trapped. And, uh, they were ready to rumble. And, and I, I never, that was I, I never read. Uh, I get ready to rumble. I never read of Trapped. I don't know Papa Roach, fuck them. Um, they were big in... 2000s. I never read a trap, but they were apparently uh, in from that scene with Papa Roach and played with them a lot. Right. And uh, the controversy this week is that their new album's come out and it did 600 copies. And it's been like, they've been a bit of, a, it's, people have been like shooting shit, you know, on like um, YouTube. Uh, hang videos. on, it did. 600 copies for a, a major label band. They did 600 wow. copies. That's 600 downloads then or what buys or whatever. I don't know what it is. So we beat them then. So if you think about it, a, <coughs> a, a, a band with a machine <coughs> behind them called Warner Brothers, that's you. That's, that's pretty good going. I mean, I was happy because we did all this ourselves, didn't we? We recorded yeah. it in here. We did it ourselves. I released it with not having one follower on Spotify. I'm not, I'm not actually, that was a lie because we'd released um, me. Mexico. So maybe I had two or three people. So I think, yeah, we've done all right with that. Yeah, Especially but, uh, where it got in the charts and exactly. stuff as well. I think about it, though. A band that's in America, North America, is quite quite well-known of a certain age group and, and are signed to Warner Brothers. 600 copies. There's something yeah. going wrong there, isn't there? I know Tom did about 5,000, I think, in his first week. Well, I might have got See, more I'm than pop. that. He's just nailed it completely. You know, think about that. But, um, yeah, he's done, well. he's done well. Good song, that, though. Have you heard it? No, I, we'll I, put it on I, this, actually. I wanted to, when you text, I wanted to ask you about it. I don't know if it was released or anything like that. Yeah, it's released. We'll put it on this. If you want, we'll put it, we won't mind. We'll put it on the end of this. Oh, if you don't mind, uh, we'll, we'll tag it on. But, mm. um, 
Yeah, I mean, your stuff was f- like, it was the acoustic album, in it, really, you were talking yeah. about? Yeah. yeah. Why didn't good. you mention the plans for the new songs you Yeah, got? well, we have, we have started, haven't we? And I think at first I wanted to rush it, didn't I? I, I, I think, right, do you know, because coming from a background of recording bands and stuff like that, and usually they were all, everything was demo-ish and demo-y stuff, and we no money. Would you, I mean, let's be honest, the acoustic album, but... With acoustic album, you can get away with that, I think. To some extent, yeah. I mean, you can. But it's surprising how many, how much focus. When you go in the studio or you put a microphone on something, you are literally looking under a microscope and all of a sudden, it, things, you can hear things, you go, oh, shit, I thought, I'd, you know, you're aware of stuff that you, you weren't aware of before and, and you can hear things, things are audible. And then when you start layering things up, things come um, evident that you need to work on stuff. And that's everyone. And so it's surprising that like a, a little acoustic album by... Big albums take a lot of focus, you know, and energy. Yeah. But having recorded the main bread and butter years ago was was bands and stuff like that. Um, you get in the studio, you go, oh, we book a weekend. You go, great, do one song, right? And we spend majority of time getting a right performance, and then the mixing, and then we're good. And then they go, one song, we've got one, two, six, and then each one of them songs are lacking. Do you know what I mean? Lacking. No, focus. you're absolutely right. So I, I know that. So and and being someone who's into like producers and stuff like that. Um, you, you, you know and I think what I've not given anybody the opportunity to do in the past would be it yourself or anybody other producer I've worked with. And it's not there's not a lot of scope with um, acoustic anyway. But what I've never had the opportunity of, which we've done on this song for this album coming up, is giving the producer a right to say, right, well, let me produce it then. Let me offer you a style or this style. Yeah. Because I know, like, I, I imagine now, like, the only people I really know. Of, I mean, I've recorded alb- uh, mini EPs and stuff with the band before, but that was that's what we did. We'd like ring somebody up and say, "Right, we want to come in and we're going to record these songs." Uh, okay, I'm going to join it. We're going to do four songs in one day, and he's gone. Okay, but they're just live performances, pretty yeah. much. Yeah, that's all they are. Two or three times live performances. Are you putting any backing vocals on this? Nah. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. been that sort of thing. But what we've done this time is we've well, you have really. <laughs> You've we've written the song. You perform the song and then you've gone right. Well, what do you think to this production of it? Yeah. Well, either you. So I would either take. I would just because I was trying to do something and you wanted to record something. It was like, well, we can do it. Brilliant. Either I do not. All I do is I engineer it to the point where we've been this constraints in this room, or um, we have the opportunity because there's no real rush and let me faff with it. If you don't like it, you just go. Yeah, I don't like that. Good though. But we'll go. I want to go over this one and I won't be offended at all by that. Right. But the um, so like anyone who wants to record somewhere, anyone like into audio engineering and stuff like that, they all know that if you want, it, it's the physics of it, the way frequencies work. If you get instruments when you have to layer them up together and they they're not in tone properly um, and they're slightly out of tune, then you know that no matter what mixing desk you've got or anything like this, right, that the the frequencies aren't going to sit right. They're going to be clashing. And anyone who's into recording, all they want to do is get the best performance because the best performance is the easiest one to mix and it's the one that sounds better. But over the years, um, due to technologies for that, over the last 10 years, maybe yeah, 10, 15 years, definitely, um, m- radio record production is changed tenfold because you can get a different level of production now. So when you said like live stuff, um, it don't cut it anymore. Do you know, like it really don't cut it. Like it, c- it can do, um, but you listen to, I was into Tidal's top recommendation of the week. I was flicking through it. A lot of this stuff um, are quite, you know, what was it called? Oh, it's, it's escaped me now. But everything is auto-tuned as well, you know, big time. And it's not like auto-tuned because to, to, they can't sing. 
It's not that at all. It's because they want impact in the music, right? And they want it to have punch and clarity and all the instruments are tuned perfectly. And then they put the vocal on top and now the vocal's natural. And if the intonation in the vocal just wavers off a little bit, it loses punch and focus. Now, believe it or not, Adele, as great as she is, her last album, she was tuned on that. Andy Sheps engineered it and um, he tuned the vocal and she got real pissed off by it. Right. Uh, and he, he, he said, I ain't tuned your vocal because you can't sing. He tuned, I tuned it because it needs to sit in such certain way because modern record production and people listen to it expect a certain level of, you know, something. Oh, that makes sense. It's an aesthetic and it's like watching a film now in 4K and then going back in your record pulling the VHS out and sticking it on is a different sort of look and yeah. feel to it. So modern records are like that and it's because it's digital and we can edit things and and does all sorts of stuff. But um, that'll take it. That'll that'll go all the way around again. I think one day. What's old is new. Well, in a way, you are right because it already has. Wait, I say it already has. There's a a trend or um, a practice, if you like, of taking stuff out the box, what they call in the box, which is all working in a workstation, running it out from analog gear and back in again. And you get a, a different... You, what you get is you get um, a, an extra a three-dimensional feel sometimes because it has to run through transformers and back out and all this type of stuff. And harmonic distortion is another thing that gets added to it. And you run it back in again. So in a big studio, the producer will record everything a lot of times in a box. And then what they do, when they come to mixing, they'll sum it all out and they'll run it through some outboard gear and back into the box again. Now, what's one little thing I do is I run it out into my tape machine. Either record onto the tape and saturate the tape or ignore the tape anyways and just go through the geek, the outboard, you know, go through the actual components of the tape machine and back in again. And what happens is you get like a a glue, a glue effect. You know, also digital can be a little bit um, transparent, which is a good thing. But later on, you can run it back out again, hit the certain parts of it harder, i.e. putting more voltage through it and it saturates it and it comes back through again and all of a sudden, all the frequencies sort of rounded off a little bit. Mm. It's more solid, more defined and it's... That's again. That's a part of modern record production. Do you know what I mean? It, the, the thing is called summing. You, you, people sum out the box and record back in again. I don't know where I'm going with this, but yeah. So <laughs> yeah. I know. Well, no, but to sum it up, we're working on a new album. Yeah, so, so you're working we're, on some stuff. So we're working on the new album. I think it's gonna be quite good actually. Cause yeah. we, we have got. We'll do Mexico again. We're gonna properly record Mexico because that was rushed in at the end of it. That oh, was. God, that, that was. That was. That was never meant to be released. Was it? That was. Hey, can I stick that microphone? Your guitar, and it was the podcasting microphone. It was, and you go. I I asked you to play that song. You went. I played it in two years or something, and he was like figuring the chords out. Yeah, yeah. But But, um, I mean, just but that got us back into doing this, didn't it? Which is good. It's all baby steps. I I I been itching to record anyways because I don't play play, and uh, I always like look for someone to record. And there was a customer comes in here, and he's a really good trumpet player, and uh, struck a conversation with him in. I was supposed to be recording him in January, summer, yeah. but um, I don't know where. I think in here, but um, just because I wanted to record, I want to record stuff, you know. But like, um, yeah. I think your stuff is really good. <coughs> I think you're a good songwriter as well, and I just think we just need to fine tune it, f- focus it. Um, it needs a sound as well because I think all of them, even though I write them, they can sound a little bit different. So if we can find that sort of yes, a, a theme that runs through yeah. it all. Like you sent me that Crystal Fighters video the other day. Yeah, I listened to it. I do listen to them. Um, I wasn't expecting that drum sound to come out of it. Yeah, it's cool, though, isn't it? Yeah, it is cool, actually. And I listened and to I it. And I know it's a like, bit, f- I said it's a stretch for one of them songs. But that, that, yeah. I think it's quite cool. So I went and looked at the rest of their stuff on time. Yeah, good. Like, yeah, uh, good. They've got a, quite a divert. I haven't realised how long they've been out. Yeah, yeah got got we went to CMK, was into it more than I was. But yeah, they're a good band. Yeah, and that, I was like, 
when it came on, I was like, oh, what expecting that? I think they're actually German. Right. Oh, no, I, oh, they might be Spanish, these lot, but I listened to a guy called Milky Chance, who sounds exactly the same as him, but he's German, and he's a bit weird, really. Well, it's good. Yeah, well, good I've, I've heard the name, but never, never heard... Oh, they said, do you have a song called Champion Sound? I don't know. I saw some band... I, I saw them, I thought, I think I know who they are, because I saw someone on and Jesus ago. Um... They've got yeah. like, the, when you go see them, they're a bit cabaret. Oh, really? But yeah, but they're not. Like Arcade Fire cabaret. Yeah, they're a bit like that. So they've got like the two, they've got the backing singers and he comes on and they're all like quite hippie. It's a good band, Crystal Fire. It's really do, good. Do you know, Arcade Fire did something in lockdown and I thought it was quite... With the Bubbles? Uh, oh, they might have done. No, no, it was the singer and his wife. It was the other, uh, another singer in the band. Just set up like a <laughs> back garden. Do you know like that Masonic checkerboard thing? Oh, yeah, right, the garden okay. with that, and I thought that was really cool. And he had a set of DJ decks set up, and a, oh, she then. had yeah, she had a, um, an iPhone like yours, one of the snazzy ones, and he had one, and they just did one of their songs. She sung to the microphone, played up to it, and he's filming there. But they put it out on YouTube. It had like three million views. Or something. Yeah, they, all they did that. They did the first concert back as well, but they put everybody in a bubble. Oh right. They put everybody in like it was a bit weird, really. Um, and everyone's slugging it off online, going as if this is going to be the. It's not just the new way; it was just them being arcade fire, weren't they? Right, I, I and just being a bit so more progressive. No, but I think they're a bit like I'm not a big well, fan, Can but I've Canadian, seen a, a bit. Yeah, the Canadian. Yeah, yeah makes sense. So then. exactly, makes sense then. But no, but the they're. They're like a big showy band. I like the live performances, right? I wouldn't listen to an Arcade Fire album, but I'll definitely watch a live performance. Right. And that guy, do you know what I mean? I think they're really good yeah. live, yeah. but it's, uh, because of the, you know, the aesthetics as well and everything that they've got going on, I think that's good. But yeah, I'm not a big, probably the two or three people that listen to this will be like, I think they're Arcade Fire songs, uh, fans really. But No, I, well, I have to... So uh, lots happened though, hasn't it, in these last few months? Um, oh, Trump. Yeah, Trump. Oh, God, he's gone now, isn't he? Was going. Do you think he's going? Oh, he's I put a bit on him the other day. It's staying. It's got to go. 13 to 1. Well, yeah, because they tried his case now and they said he ain't got a case. I, I kind of tuned out after like, after like a week of him kicking off. Like, I thought, hey, he can't. It's the whole point of it, though, isn't it? You can't just go. Well, they actually I'm not did. Going. They did. No, I'm not fucking leaving. But they did, um, they did actually find votes for. Democrats, right? They found votes. 300 votes or something on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the is he Republican or Democrat? Yeah, he's a Republican. Know. Yeah, that's right. So for the Democrats, but they found loads of votes from dead people and stuff. But then I think it's also they've also found some for him, so he can't have that argument anymore. Okay. Right. But yeah, he's not going to go. Do you know what though? He's, he's not going to tread lightly. I just that good night. I thought he was aware of what's going on. For I'll just be a thorn in the side for whatever another month you know well, you don't have to be a thought in the sand he's been gracious he's not a gracious look but the no, thing is, not, is he? but the thing is do you know what he can do because he had his eight years he can tweet no he can come back again he can he can stage his campaign next oh really he can actually come back for another four years could you imagine if he got in again he could easily get in again yeah depending he's 73 i know i think he's 77 but well could you be asked at that age 70s and you're 60 70s and you but yeah i guess it is but if he comes back again, if he doesn't, it'll be his son or his daughter, won't it? I think Ivanka could do it. Yeah. Yeah, she'd be for you, actually. Yeah, she'd be all right. Yeah, Ivanka would be all right. Yeah, she'd be all right. Um, and, or his, his other son, Donald. So, uh, it'll be, <laughs> yes, it's Donald Junior. There's <laughs> uh, one called Baron, though, isn't he, as well? I don't know. Because he sounds like Dr. Evil, doesn't he? Baron Von Trump. Yeah, but I think one of his kids, are, one of his kids or him, will, he'll run next time. 
And, well, and all he'll do for it's the worst thing they could have done, get rid of him in many respects, because all he'll do for these next four years while he's sitting in waiting, thinking I'll just get back in, yeah. he'll just pull him apart at every opportunity, yeah, won't he? Yes, he will. And he'll spend millions and millions and millions on doing it. Yeah, do you know what it'll be, though? You, you raise the point, it'll be Ivanka and Chelsea Clinton going for it. It'll be like, it'll be like a long family. It'll be like, it'll be like travel a few That Obama's kid's knackered now. Have you seen her? She's like out getting smashed all the time. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, it will be like a travel a few thing. You know, the family, it'll go down and down and down. The family just won't go, won't go for it. It'll be great. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, it, it wouldn't surprise me. Um, it wouldn't surprise me. That's what happens. It's kind of like that, though. When, when you're talking about um, dictatorships or when you're talking about democracies, Everybody always thinks that we live in a democracy, don't they? And I'm like, do we? Yeah. When you've only got two people to choose from, that's just like one better than the dictatorship. That's how we're looking at, actually. It is, doing Because it's either him or him or him. Okay, and we think we've got a choice for that. But it's not. We've got like, what? Ooh, one better. Yeah. It's not much of a choice, really. Cause they, because um, they're voting the Labour will vote their Labour. I oh, know we can have a vote in that. You can join the Labour. We can pay to join the Labour or the Conservative Party and be and have your vote on who it is. But really, ultimately, the country's only got two to choose from. Yeah, but have you noticed all dictatorships? The people love them. They do, don't they? 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 It's, it's like, oh yeah, well, I can't have a choice, but I love you then. They? Well, yeah, that's a good point, that, isn't it? It's like if you don't love me, you're going to die. You're going to get. You're going to suffer. That's it, isn't it? Because um, like people, do you know when Kim Jong Il or Un, whatever it's called, his father passed away. Um, the people weren't crying enough, and he insisted that people would would, would mourn more. Do you know what I mean? And, and oh, really? He really put well, my grandma—I don't know if I've ever told you this story. My grandma's from Austria, oh. um, and she was part of the—I don't want to say part of the rallies, but she was actually at a, a rally where there was troops at the side with the guns, you know, in support of Hitler. So. It, but obviously, they, they film just the inside of it, don't they? Yeah, 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 she, exactly. You there don't was see people the there, like, guns. being shot and pulled out That's for not crazy. clapping. And at the end of the war, she remembers, like, running through the fields and, like, their own, their own, um, the Nazi, she was in Austria, obviously, which is where Hitler was from. And she had the, old, the, the Nazi Germany bombers and whatever they're called, fighter jets going above them, shooting at everyone. That's mad, isn't it? At the end of the war, that's still shooting at their own people. That, that's like... Uh, As if to say, because I think they might have been celebrating. Yeah. So they was all like, phew, like shooting through. Yeah. That's it's, mad, isn't it? That's is crazy, that. That's... Um, One person away. Yeah, people forget, don't they? Like, or yeah. they don't forget, but like... like they're it, quick to forget yeah. how, how, how long ago it was. Yeah. Like, if, if you could, I don't know what you had. Your dad would be... But 72. Man, yeah, so he was a war baby, really. Yeah, born in 1948. Yeah, yeah. Literally a war. So I, I, you think after... I mean, we think we've got it hard now having to stay in, <laughs> in that. But it is difficult, by the way, staying in. I've had to do it. I've got another track and trace. Well, I had one track and trace. And it's boring as hell. What, what, you get like a thing? Do you really? K- uh, Katie's mum got it. Got the COVID. And she grasped us up. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> but she had been in contact with us, so she had to tell him who you'd been in contact with. But it was like the last day before the last last lockdown, so we got track and traced. And mate, yeah, you have to, you have to stay, and it's so Did it have a countdown. Yeah, like fourteen days, no, seven days we had to do because we'd seen her the week before. It would have been fourteen, so it's just like, oh, it's so dull. I tell you, it's worse than the old lockdown because you can't even go for a run. It's mad. That I didn't think of that. It's so you're in your house, you got your kids, and I'm having to do my work. I'm working from home. Yeah. So we're both working from home, Katie and me, and Catch the kids on. can't go out. We can't go out. We're going in the garden for a bit. So you know on my app, I do like I, I track all my runs. Yeah. So I thought, well, I, I can't. I'm, I'm still gonna. 
I'll be able to run around the garden and build. So my my map's just like loads of squiggly lines <laughs> of me running around the garden. Like an extra sketch. <clears throat> yeah, literally yeah. like an extra. But you just feel like a, a divvy just running around the garden loads and loads. Yeah, it's horrible that. That is. I, a, I didn't realise you were I won't want to do that again. Well, um, I hear tonight London's going to tier three again. Is it, yeah, he's, yeah. Got, he's got a little speech got happening yeah. tonight. Uh, but it also says that it could stop Christmas as well, like people going into the houses at Christmas. Do you know what? He, let's play. They haven't had to add the conversation about Christmas because they've just said, yeah, yeah, everything's all right. Don't worry about it, Christmas. They've yeah. probably done that on purpose. So close to Christmas, they can just go, no, you'll have to stay in by. Yeah, because then nobody can say anything yeah. when it's just been a week away, can they? Yeah. And also, it's all, all week's been Brexit stuff on it. You know, it's like, Brexit, yeah, Brexit, it's Brexit, Brexit. Exactly. Not, it's not, yeah, it's a bit of a diversion. Um, I don't know how to feel about it, though, to be fair, because I know we're in tier three. I think on Wednesday, what, from talking to people in here, everyone seems like we're going to, because they're all halved and everything like that, or whatever, yeah. that we'll go down to tier, tier two, two. yeah. Which means you can. Meeting bubbles, can't you? I don't, is that what that means? Yeah. I don't really so know if the you're difference. Coming here, you've and you can to, open pubs in tier two. You can. Uh, you can only go in there with your friend or your family. No, your family. Or someone in your bubble. So you're bubbling up with someone. But um, then, oh, it's sit down only. Yeah. So you Because I don't know that will affect me for gigs because I've not been able to do a gig, obviously. for. You could... You could I can still do gigs. Could, you, yeah, you'd be all right. Two. Yeah, because you'd be in your little corner. But we'd be on the screen. or But it's whether they want to pay somebody, isn't it? I don't think True, because I mean, if it's out like this, I, mean, I think I might just bill off the gigs until next year. We are year down considerably on on people because no one wants to come down. You because yeah. they don't. It's it's passing. But uh, if you had to, if they can sit down, it's probably a different different thing. But apparently, if you finish your food, got you, you, you got to go. You you can't like you know. And some someone um, on the news the week was it was a bam and said uh, our bins are full of sausage rolls and stuff because people buy one, don't really want to eat it, and then walk up and leave it, and then they just. Yeah, I'd eat your sausage roll. It's a loophole, isn't it? You might as well eat your sausage roll. take it home, will you? But, um, yeah, it's strange, and that's probably why we haven't podcasted properly, because it's just been like... But we didn't want to do the Zoom ones again, did we? Yeah, they really. They were fun when we first started, because we had guests on, and like Darren and Fegs and Tom and Mac yeah. and that. But, like, after that, I thought it's better to do... Yeah, the sound was good. But at the same time, we haven't done anything but work, have we? So no, it's been the same old yeah, you, you, your, your gigs have been cancelled. Yeah, it has. It's been tricky to even think about things, but it is. It's in, well, we've definitely got past... How long have we been doing this now? Over a year, isn't it? Yeah, over a year. So we've got we past started, the seven then. We, well, yeah, we started well, I think in, uh, I July. looked the other day and there's about 15, 16 on there. Yeah. Did you notice that all Joe Rogan's have been moved from... I did hear about this. Yes, only yesterday, actually. They've all been moved from Apple. Apparently. Um, so his back catalogue's gone. He did it on purpose. Oh, hang on. So, I mean, what I heard yesterday is that a lot of the fans, me self-included, because I, I just don't do Spotify. It's not out, no, out of principle. Well, I've just, got it. Yeah. But, I, but only, for, only the free one. Right. Well, I, I just don't have that platform. I've got too many to deal with anyway. So, I have, like, YouTube and Tidal, and that's it. And um, so, I, so I, when you go on your podcasting app, mm-hmm. all my regular ones are there. And the Rogue one used to be there every day when he's posted. And now I realised the other week, I thought, I ain't listened to any of his shows for, like, two weeks. And they don't even come up on my feed. Um, and apparently... It's just his, only his new one comes up, isn't it? Well, I don't get none of them in my, yeah. my one, though. And um, so, and apparently this thing I heard yesterday was Tim, Tim, what's he called? That guy, uh, Tim, <laughs> Tim Poole, is it? He wears the hat all the time. Uh, he's, like, he's been on Rogan a few times, like right. a political commentator. And he reckons, um, or pr- pr- the general consensus, a lot of his demographic ain't moving over to Spotify. But one, they don't like that Spotify, you know, the censorship they've got going on, you know, because some of the people in Spotify were kicked off about his guests. 
And then less sinister, less like thingy than that is the fact that it's just not convenient for a lot of the people. So what he's gone done, the production team have gone back and took all the stuff off YouTube. So you have to go to Spotify to see it. It's done that way. Do you know what I mean? It's like, well, we need to get him on there, right? Like, you people want to go listen to the Jordan Peterson podcast. So make sure that's on there, you know, and take it off YouTube. So he's done that so well with that as well. So it's a force of shift. Um, yeah, exactly. So I just don't think I'll do it anymore. I do, do you know what? I, I, there's I, too I, many out there now. For there's too many. There's too much and too many out there. Yeah, for it's just to say, all oh, right, I'll go find yeah. a Joe Rogan. Because before in the well beginning of podcast, but the beginning for me of getting into it was Joe Rogan. Joe yeah, Rogan. it was the best podcast. And obviously modern slang. Yeah, but oh. yeah, but they're all getting. I like James English now. Sean Atwood now. James English, I'll listen to him yeah. quite a bit now. Yeah. Yes. I really will. We've gone off the conspiracy guy a bit, haven't we? He's a bit too much. Which one's it? Um, Isaac Weishop. I oh, went yeah, off yeah. Him. I forgot about him. We Again, went off him before. It's funny, isn't it, how things like... you know, like, but he repeats himself a bit much yeah, as well. Yeah, He does tell the same stuff all the time. He was going around into the symbolism and the cult stuff, but then he just goes off and doing yeah. deaf stuff. And yeah. I'm like, nah, you're not for me. I might... Every now and again, every now and again, bored. every now and again, I'll go into the dark arts one yeah. or something, and I'll have a little run and listen. Uh, but yeah, James English has some good ones on. Um, two, the first Darren G one was brilliant. Yes, it was really good because yes. you like this guy's. Good. And the second one, you go. Uh, but then I've seen somebody's put the third one. It's just okay. I had to stop listening because it's just repeating himself. Well, the third, I've not listened to that one, but the third one I started today when I'd be baking. That's why I couldn't believe the, the shit that was coming out, you know, against the Sean Atwood stuff. Oh. That's all he's doing for this one. Then is it uh, uh, slagging Sean Atwood? I tell you what, as well, he's very consistent. Sean Atwood, you know, on his uploads and his his content, like very consistent. His best mate of how many years? Dad last week he still posts. <laughs> I was like, fucking hell, it's weird that you would don't yeah. Yeah, but I mean, would you? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I missed the, yeah, like the beat. At some point. Life goes on, doesn't it? It does go on, but you know, you just think, well, Ooh, some people's. He's done that, is it? Oh, he'll I come get you. In the, he'll get you, you that's know. That's No, but, but yeah, I'm just saying it does. But that's the whole point of what we're talking about. Some people's doing some people's stuff. So, yeah, I don't know. Because I, I, I don't keep up to date with Sean Atwood as such. Uh, oh, I did. What did? Which one did I listen to? The, sh- the guy with the purple thing. Oh, that, the, the guitar. Yeah, it's yeah. quite funny that, but yeah. I don't really know. I don't know who Pepe Blackie is because of yes Darren G. Yes, there's a it's video it. clip on YouTube and it says Pepe Blackie at it again, right? And <laughs> some kids on a bus, top deck, right? And he must recognise it's Pepe Blackie. And Pepe Blackie sat talking to his kid. No, you see Pepe Blackie though. All right, so right now I'm going to gesture like a, a bodybuilding move, but he's yeah. talking to his kid, right? And he's doing these like flies like that with his arms. And it's look, and his kids like yeah, yeah, nodding away, it's like you know, scared a little bit. And his other kids filming on his phone, and it towards, oh, right, it, towards, so towards the end again. of it, Pepe looks up and realizes he's being filmed. You know what I mean? He's like, oh, because he's a big guy. Yeah, he's meant to be massive. Yeah, but um, so yeah, that's the where I'm, I know him from. But yeah, the Sean Atwood thing is quite interesting, see, really. It's it's my head up today. Now I think you even told me about, you know the SRA stuff. Yeah, did yeah. You, did you see the Wilford Wong? The I don't profess- know if I've listened to the Wilford Wong one. Well, I found out today off Darren G. And James English, that Wilfred Wong, only being arrested for, for, for trafficking, child trafficking. The thing, oh, sorry, I take that back, I take that back, kidnapping, right? Wilfred Wong was? The guy who was on. Who was talking about it. About the SRA stuff, it blew my yeah, I mind. Did, yeah, I did, I did listen to him, yeah. yeah. he did. And um, he's, all, he's a professor or something and studies yeah. that. Well, he's into kidnapping or something. I don't what know. do you mean by kidnapping? I could be done for kidnapping if me and you was arguing outside and I was like, right, well... I insist on giving you a lift. No, no, not insisting. But say me and you was arguing uh, and, and then you... Because we, you'd said something about me to Alfie and I said... But if I said to you, right, well, I'm going to take you to Alfie now so you can justify yourself. And you was like, oh, 
Okay, that would be kidnapping. And you said, oh, oh, okay, so right, get in the car now because I'm taking you because you're arguing. That's classed as kidnapping. Oh, is it? Get, Google it, because let's do our due diligence at least, right? Because I only found it. It's not half it. as exciting when we do that. I though. know, I know, but you, when you just think, oh. What's it called? Wilford uh, Wilford Wong. Wilford Wong, yeah. And I was like, I well, can't Well, it might not be. No, let's it, not do that. It might have just, uh, yeah. Wilford Wong, arrested, or is that what we're going to go for? Six in court accused of kidnapping a child in Anglesey. See? North World. Child kidnapped at knife point rescued 200 miles away. But Come hold on. on. And maybe he was busting out someone, do you know, from an SRA thing? Could have been. Kind of Six people have appeared in court accused of kidnapping a child under 10. Okay. They all appeared in court. Blah, 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 blah. Wilford Wong. By Guillermo, he's charged with possessing a knife. He could be have gone, like you say, uh, to bust somebody out. Yeah, and it's just backfired and they've got to clear it up. Well, and then they've said, well, he's he's kidnapped said child, and he, he might have got it. I don't want to say it. Mad though, innit? He might have got it wrong. <laughs> he might have got it wrong. No, I didn't. I said wrong. <laughs> no, but I did. Yeah, no. Because <laughs> I had to clear But he could have, so he could have gone. We we should look, we'll follow that story a little bit for your Wilfred. But is it crazy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I listened to his podcast and it blew my mind. I was like, you know, like the whole SRA thing. like, what? It is, yeah, it is weird. Um, and Darren G was saying, because see, Darren G tells how it is, isn't he? He's got nothing to think, eh? Yeah, and, nothing um, to lose, has he? That no, guy? no, and that's why I, I'm like more inclined. To, like, Sean Atwood, he has some great guests. It's not about him anyway. I told you about him asking my mate to go on. You did, and that's indeed. Yeah, he did actually. He's going to come on, yeah, he um, should do. Here's the thing, though. Sean Atwood, regardless of whatever, he has really good guests on. And they have a really, he's a really good interviewer. And the fact that he doesn't, he lets him speak, and yeah. he can't. And that's the reason I tune in every week when he come, when he's got stuff on because it's one of the best shows. All right, that Cali thing, what you put as well, that was weird. And I think that's made people look at him. Why, why is it about you? Well, now? I think he's definitely still up to getting partying and all that kind of stuff. But fair play, if that's what he wants to do, fair play to him. James English is a good interviewer, but. He just says the same thing over and over again. Yeah, well, I suppose it's to get that person to speak. And neither of them. Of the insight or the um, the knowledge of a Joe Rogan, do you know? Do you know what I mean by that? Joe Rogan's super intelligent, I think. Sean, I, no disrespect to Atwood and thingy, but they're interviewers. They're more like. Whereas Joe Rogan, you'll listen to him afterwards and you'll think, oh, that was interesting. What he says, they just wait for the story, don't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's more storytelling. Yeah, it's interviewing. Yeah, it's interviewing, so which is good, and we like interviewing and storytelling. But when it comes to like that, that bouncing off somebody. Yeah. Joe seems to know. There, yeah. he, he knows his stuff, doesn't he? Or, and if you read the comments on YouTube when you could, um, it'd be a com- it'd be the, the, the joke would be Joe Rogan busts in and goes, have you tried the carnivore diet? You oh, right, yeah, or CBD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, you are right. He actually can steer a conversation. And, 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 yeah, and he'll and, know and, a little bit about yeah, it. It's exactly, more, yeah. no, you, you are see, right. see, we like the Joe Rogan at the beginning because of the uh, old conspiracy stuff he used to have yeah. on there as well. Yeah. He do not have any bravo on anymore. Have you noticed that? That's true, that's true. I think because they've moved to Texas, maybe that's it. Yeah, and the last Alex Jones one wasn't as good. No, they should have had Eddie Bravo on for that as well, because the 9 11 one. But um, maybe it's interesting. Has he got his own show, Eddie Bravo? Yeah, he has. It's not as. Uh, I can't remember what it's called now. He does one with uh, Sam Tripoli. It's called the Tim Foyle Hat. Oh, is he on that? He's on that all week, every week, I think, or every month, or whatever. But they, I might listen to that one again then. But he's still flat earth, isn't he? You can't really tell him. How can you flat earth it, man? It's, it's, still it's the can't maddest take that thing. Serious. It's the maddest. Out of all the conspiracies, right? Or all the things that are, don't seem right in the world, flat earth is just. Now, inner yeah. earth, I'm full on. But you had a bit of inner earth stuff. Oh, go on. Okay, I, I was on your notice the other day to, to someone. Um, 
think it's some, in 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 folklore. You're not talking about hobbits and stuff. No, 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 no. Because I don't do Lord of the Rings. Middle I don't, I don't do Middle Earth. I don't do hobbits, and I don't do Harry Potter. They just bore the shit out of me. But Inner Earth is a different thing. Or They're all quite good. Or right Hollow there. Earth is the other thing. Oh, right? Hollow Earth. So Hollow Earth. Um, in folklore, it's also known as Agatha, and I don't know why. I think it's the the old name for the planet, right? In, in like old like Nordic mythology, right? So. You say Nordic as in Nordic. No, in, yeah, Nordic. In Nordic. Nordic. Yeah, yeah, Nordic. Or no, Nordic. But, um, right, so uh, wait, let me start. If you go on Google Earth, apparently, I've ne- I'm so lazy to do it, but I watch a YouTube video of someone else doing it. So Absolutely. I, uh, it's, as good as, it's as good as me doing it, but apparently you can't go to North and South Pole. It's blacked out, right? Um, and, and well, Google Earth can't go. Yeah, you, can't, you, I don't you, you go, go on Google Earth, you go find to North South Pole, Right. It's either blacked out or it's smudged out. There's something about it. And I've seen videos on it, but I've never done it myself because I never have the app installed, right? And I just go, oh, right, it's true. Then the other thing is, and apparently this is true, I say apparently again because I've not done it, but you can't, ch- flights aren't charted across, you can't, you have to go around it a little bit. And they say it's to do with um, the magnetic. So pole. flat earthers think it's because the earth is flat. Yep, yeah, and hollow earthers, right? Or, or do you know what flat earthers call people like us? Ball earthers. I think that's quite really? good, yeah. You're a ball earther, that's what they say, yeah. <laughs> Did you see that picture, though, where it said, um, f- now that flat earth has been proved, says people all around the globe? Really? <laughs> 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 something, yeah, something like that. Yeah. So we're saying, well, on go South Pole. Right, so you've got your Google Maps up? Yeah. Okay. This is how I should have done this myself, shouldn't I? Because I don't look at... But hey, since, since it got big, they could have easily gone there and put a JPEG over it. Right, okay, so yeah, a bit of a black hole thing. Has it come up? Well, it's just got a few. But anyway, apparently flights aren't charted to fly over there as well, and you can double-check that by looking at that flight path thing. Oh, why can't you see South Pole on Google? Right, well, anyway. Do you want to wear it? Go on, then. So, they did a polar projection, which means that the tiles that are near the two poles are not able to be rendered at this, but why not? Funny that, isn't it? Yeah, convenient. Also, why can't you? I don't know. Well, it's all made up anyway, isn't it? Yeah, but, but... they're going to go, because we don't have the technology and the understanding, so they go, oh, Fedos then. But, but everything, right? So you, planes don't fly over there and everything, right? So the story goes, and it goes back into a bit of Hitler as well, right? Mm-hmm. Um, during the war, Second World War, Hitler was obsessed with the occult, and he had Himmler, and uh, I can't remember the other guy, but there was, there was these occultists, if you like, and there was a, a secret society out of, like, uh, I think they were no- Norwegian, and it was called the Tula Society, T-H-U-L-E. I think that's how you pronounce it. And they were all like mystics. And they all was talking, apparently communicating with astral beings. And um, Hitler was taking advice of them. And that's why he was very much, you know, into like certain things. Um, symbolism and Symbolism and all, all that type of stuff, right? And he only did things on certain days, you know, because it was like an occult calendar. So, so if he just goes into NASA, I'm going to go on, on one of you, right? So, um, and these... Astral beings that they was communicating with apparently were also known as the tall whites and they're the original inhabitants of the planet, right? They come from the inner earth. So imagine... That's uh, from Game of Thrones as well. I, well, I've not watched Game of Thrones, so I don't know, but I, I was surprised, right? So imagine that a planet was existed, but a civilization way before we came. And we, we could say that we came from, the, from outer space and colonized, mm. right? And there was original set of people lived on the planet, but they lived under... The, the crust of the earth because the earth was too harsh you know the environment um but we managed somehow to stay on uh, stay on stay on it right um so in in there's if you travel to the north pole 
apparently you don't you don't just like dip off into a big hole. It's like because in the magnetic field, it's like a gradual. Um, what do you call it? Uh, like an incline, and you go mm. into this other world, if you like. And there's been stories of like Norwegian inclines up, so it's decline. De- decline, then, right? And um, you, there's like Norwegian folklore of sailors going missing and finding up in this paradise. It's right. all like yeah, there's a history behind it, right? Well, anyways, um, there was a after the war or towards the end of the war, the entire U.S. Navy sent their fleet called Operation High Jump over to Antarctica, you know, the South Pole. And the idea was to flush out the Nazis, remain Nazis, because the Nazis had loads of bases built down there, right? And um, the, ca- the entire fleet went, and the guy was called Admiral Baird, right? Um, and he came back, and they came back basically licking the wounds and got their ass kicked. And th- a lot of the people said, we was fighting stuff we'd never seen before. But the, the government just said, oh, yeah, we just went to check some. We had a bit of a firefight, but blah, blah, blah. We flushed them all out. So, well, you was fighting stuff we've right? never seen so, before. So, so, so this is all the stuff, right? So Admiral Baird released his diaries and all type of stuff, and apparently it's really, really good. Um, Admiral Baird interviewer, yeah. Yep, so you can go... He's a bit cryptic on that, if I remember right. But right. his diaries or memoirs got released, and he, he, he goes, waxes lyrical on it all. But... Um, so, this hollow earth thing, I think it's not like a conspiracy conspiracy. It's like an alternative history to the planet. And you could argue right. that it could exist. Because it's not like out of space stuff, is it? It's like within our planet. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's supposed to be all sorts of creatures and stuff like that. And you know these UFOs that we see coming out to the sea? They're supposedly earthbound aliens. Well, that's funny you should say that because I've watched a few things recently. I think um, Dark, Dark Thingy Ridge... They're all underground. Oh, Skinwalker, oh, yeah. Skinwalker yeah. Ranch and all that sort of they, they all talk about yeah. it being magnetic underground yeah. and things actually not coming from above, yeah. but things coming well, from what below. What version it? If you <coughs> said, oh, uh, what do you see that like, UFO <coughs> thing? You go, yeah, it must come from the sky, look up there. And actually, shit's coming from underneath. Well, what? it's not even a day. Yeah, but it's what people are thinking it because well, you wouldn't expect yeah, it yeah, to come well, from underneath. Because the car, wh- where, how far down is the car there? If it's thousands of miles. I don't know, it? but in, in, if you look at the old Hollow Earth maps that you see on Google Images, the core is, is symbolised as the second sun and it provides energy and heat and light because everyone will go, well, there's no light down there, things won't grow. Actually, there's a core there and it's like a second sun. But So do you know, after the war... Um, and uh, the, But that the, could be... Sorry, I'm going to interrupt no, you, but th- this is far out there. But when we're looking at planets and we're seeing no life, there could be loads of life, but it could just be inside the planets. Say that again. So when we're looking at the moon, or when we're looking at Venus, and when we're looking at all yeah, these yeah. planets, because we can't see anything on the surface, yeah. we just assume there's no life. Oh, yeah, yeah. It could be well beneath the mantle of the, of the crust. It could well be beneath that mantle. That could just be a layer. And think about it. Similar to us, um, until our planet got in that Goldilock zone where things could f- thrive, um, anything that would inhabit this planet would have gone underground, wouldn't it? So if you're looking yeah. at Mars, which is like, supposed like a second air for at some point was and got destroyed somehow, um, then, then yeah, people will go underground. Right, so don't let me forget this train of thought, back to Mars in a minute, about um, an ancient civilization, right? But um, So after the war, when the Allies conquered Hitler, basically, they took, split Berlin up in half, didn't they, in the east and west. Russia took some scientists, and so did the US, and they started their yeah. space program. Werner von Braun was the, the leading German Nazi scientist. He was like a bit of a, like a rock star back in the day. Yeah. And he, he, they took him, and they said, we'll pardon you, basically. You and your, your scientists yeah, I know this one. Set, set the space program up. And NASA... Paperclip, kind yeah, of. Yeah, operation paper, exactly, right? So, so, do you know, like, NASA is basically based on Nazi um, stuff. Yeah, yeah, I knew that. And a lot, a lot of their 
So a lot of their space mission patches, like the Apollo stuff, it's all got cult symbols in it. And it's got this red swoosh in it, which is like a Tula symbol, right, which right. it was in. And a lot of the space program stuff, the dates apparently um, Masonic and, sim- and symbolic in some way. So they launch things on certain days. They say it's to do with the atmosphere and the planet and the, the weather, but actually it's, there's a narrow window and it's because it, it's within some sort of... Ri- you know, ritualistic thing. And they deny it, but it makes good conspiracy theory. And the other thing, uh, da, 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 yeah, so, so, yeah, it was obsessed with all that. And uh, it all stems from the F, not really out, out the earth, if you know what I mean. That'd be really interesting, though. So, yeah, the Mars thing, is that what they actually So, did? yeah, right, so there's another doctor called, I think it's called Brandenburg. He wrote, he, I've seen a presentation of him, and he did a, he was a sci- scientist at, oh, JPL Labs, who was responsible for um, all the jet propulsion stuff. Jack Parsons, um, he was an occultist, famous famous one apparently, and he's... So Jack Parsons? Yeah. He's he think he talks about him? Yeah, he blew himself up doing something mad, but um, he, he, he is uh, apparently he's Alistair Crowley and all that stuff. So yeah, all yeah, 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 that's what he talks about, yeah, Parsons, right. Crowley. So going back to the Martin, right... Um, there's a scientist, I think it's called Brandenburg, or Dr. John Brandenburg. He, he, he did a presentation, he's got a book, and I never read the book because I'm too lazy, but I did watch the presentation. And he discovered that it has an isotope on Mars atmosphere. Because pa- he, he worked for JPL or something like that, and he was w- working on the, the data coming back from sending a probe into the Mar- Martian right. atmosphere. And there was an isotope, I don't know exactly what one of them is, but apparently you only get them when you've exploded a megaton nuclear bomb, right? It shouldn't exist naturally. And he comes to his conclusion, scientifically, that there's been a very Not just a me and you conclusion. Yeah, you know what I mean? Not yeah. just going, well, wow, that explains. Most on YouTube, you know I mean? yeah. So he's, fr- he's come to the conclusion that um, it has to have had an explosion on there of a, of a nuclear kind and a big one. And he reckons, from, from, from that, his findings, he's, he's, he's sort of concluding that there was an ancient civilization that was like Earth, but some it happened big time, blew up, wiped out the planet. Some of them, and then that's it. That's all you can, can say. You can't go, well, then they came over and started us. Then everyone else speculates that, well, maybe there was that advance that the new shit was happening and populated our planet, you know, because we was next in line. Yeah. Been sort of, so we could be the imposters, if you like, and the, Nov- uh, and the Nordic people or the, 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 the um, inner earth lot who lived in their earth. And then well, so we came, do you know what I mean? And we've been like fighting in conflict for years, forever, for history. You see how I'm going with this, don't you? Yeah, so what you're saying is, what's his face? It's a bit what? Star Wars, isn't it, when you think yeah, about it? Yeah, it is, but Baird would say that they went and fought something from another planet, but it's actually something within the planet. Yeah, yeah. and Hitler was in with them all, but it doesn't say they were evil, it's just that Hitler was communicating. And they might be saying, hey, look, Adolf, you're doing some shit, yeah? We're not going to play, do you know what I mean? You might right. want to take over them, you never know what's going on, do you? You never know what's Either way, it, it, we can all agree he was an evil bastard, but um, he might have been doing something else as well. Right, do you know, like okay. communicating with something. It just makes a good bloody story, doesn't it? Just make a good, I'm going to have to look I mean. into that one, aren't I? I'm going to have to look into that one. That's, a, that's an interesting one, though. So out of all of them, I always think that one is one of the ones that has an alternate history. If you listen to Graham Hancock and all that, he always says there's an alternate history to our planet in there, you know, like arcology. Yeah. It, and you think, you know, you, why wouldn't that rule out all these mad stuff? It's a lot easier doing this. this well, not a lot easier. It's a lot more credible or feasible than shape-shifting reptiles. Yeah, it is a lot more. You know I mean? But, yeah, but having watched The Crown on Netflix and going balls deep in The Crown, I can I'm s- trying to watch that, but Katie won't watch it. Oh, mate, I'm like, I am watching that. I am not watching that. 
Well, we watched it a little bit because it's rubbish. I, that's, that was me, right? It's rubbish, but I didn't get my own way. The next minute, I was like, let's watch the second episode. And then I wa- we started on season four. Did you start on season four? No. So we started on season four with Factor and Diana. That's the best one. If you start on season one, I might have not got this far. Oh, so go straight to season four? Yeah, because that was a new one that came out. Watch season but four. you don't have to watch the others, No, then. you don't have to watch me in order, right? Well, you... you, you you don't, I don't th- I'd say. Because season four, I watched it from start to finish, and that was it. I had to go to season one now. So I'm on season two. Oh, we'll do that then. Because season four, I mean, i tell you what, right? There, uh, a lot of it must be conjecture, because they it haven't is, got... Yeah, it's, yeah, all, it's all nonsense. If I was royal family, I'd be super pissed. I'd be, like, I'd be looking to sue someone, because you just can't portray a family. Because I don't know how true it is, right? Because there's, yeah. there's moments in there where they just you just think they are fucking... Horrible. horrible. Yeah. But even, I know Netflix will come out and say that it's not true as well. Have you seen that? Really? They, asked, they said to Netflix, look, you can do this, you can do all you want, but you, you've got to say, you know, like they do on, you know. Dramatisation. Yeah, dramatisation. But they won't do it. They've said, now we aren't doing that. Yeah. And they're still not suing them. So, so Margaret Thatcher comes off like a saint in, in season four. She comes off as like a real, you know, thing. I oh, know, really? Yeah. And, uh, and Diana comes off as this like eager to please young lady to start with and then just hits Charles. Charles comes yeah. off as a dick. Oh. No, I'm going to watch it. Yeah, it's good. It's I'm good. Going to watch it. Uh, going back I know a thingy today, though. He's been in the news today, hasn't he? Epstein and oh, has Andrew, it? yeah. Because FBI have proven that um, Andrew spent more time than he said he had in Epstein. But they've proven it. Right. So at times in the interview with Bashir, I think, oh, well, did he do the interview with him? Bashir, was oh, it? That, that woman. That, I think yeah, it, Emily Mantis or something. Yeah. So in that thing, he said, I wasn't there at this time. They've proven that he was. So he's lied in that interview on, and I mean, that's not under oath or anything like no, that. No, no, but so, you can say it's, it's not, it's deceitful. But that's, it's deceitful, isn't it? And he's lied to the nation. Of of, uh, you know, it's, so that's happened to Of course. I, I tell you what, it, in Netflix, in season four, Andrew was in there and he's like a little, by a little brat. Oh, uh, is it? Yeah, and you think, ah, yeah, you are. Yeah, 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 yeah you, you are, can tell yeah. them, paint him in certain, certain Playing with dolls. Um, yeah, no, it's good. Uh, and, well, the Queen, in season one, the Queen is like the young Queen, and you're, you're right behind her, and Philip's like a bit of a playboy. Yeah, it's, it's good, because I don't know much about the royal family other than the, the, the shape-shifting lizards from David. Everything David Icke said is right, true. okay. I'm not into... None of them shape-shifting. Not, not, not yet. I've been watching it, and none of them's James for lizard. No one's licked to fly off the wall, but... um. Yeah, it's very interesting. I'm gonna okay. So the first, I quite like the first one as well, but Katie just kind of went, nah, not for me though. Yeah, no, give it some time. I think season four I was hoping. But I, 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 I'm the same with music. I don't like to give things time. If I don't like it, I don't like it. That's a good way of looking stuff because that, that is a good way. Because if you listen to something enough, you're gonna like it, aren't you? You're gonna find that when somebody goes, oh, it's a grower. That's it because you've listened to it loads. You're gonna like it. I know, it, but I can think it. of a couple of things that I've not liked, and then for some reason it's come back in my life again, and I've. Really glad I like you know I'll give it a second chance because some reason it's me <laughs> yeah you <laughs> yeah. no um, I'm trying to think I can't stand the killers I hated the killers right okay you see I liked like, them I, and re- went to like, I really them. didn't like them and right. then I heard Sam's Town and I was like that's a good album yeah then I I, I really got into them and I went to see them in Manchester actually oh really you actually would dig yeah no did I did I got into them and I just realised how good they were no they are good yeah but um, um what are they the Mormons mo- Morons yeah Mormons he Mormons is. I don't know what the rest of the band. Yeah. Is, does he live by it though? Is it? I don't know. I don't. I don't. Can't be know. a rock star. Ah, uh, you can't, can you? You see, I have. Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, but the drum difficult anyway. It would be. I mean, it'd be a bit of a boring rock star, wouldn't you? You know what I mean? For yourself, if you you're in this position, it's like yeah. But now you're gonna. I think rock this. stars are boring though. I was once backstage. Uh, uh, it wasn't Baby Shambles. It was just a Pete Doherty, um concert in Leeds. Um, we was backstage and 
Graham Cox. Oh, good player. Play, yeah, yeah. He played, oh, he was there. And we literally got Graham into Coxon. the back. Graham Coxon. Yeah. And we got into the back room and we were all like, yeah, come on. Yeah. Trying to get so, just out of our head. Have a few bits of a beer. A few beers and that. Do you know what I mean? Rider. We're like, this is going to be a great party. It's a bit like Wayne's World, you know, when they get into the back and they're all just sat there. And that Graham Coxon was like, oh, has anybody seen my rice cakes? <laughs> I mean, it's almost like, what did he just say? <laughs> rice cakes. Yeah, you know, he had his like, rider and he was like, I really want my rice cakes. Yeah. And he was like eating his rice. And I'm like, this is the worst party yeah. ever. It really was. Yeah, so it is a bit like that when you go backstage. Um, well, I know. I suppose <coughs> if you think about it, though, when, it, when you're touring, you've got like a machine behind you and you've got to make the money or you give people... It's a job, money. isn't it? It's, it's a job, like yeah. that, that bit of successful. Um, I'm not done anyone really current and thinking that but i've done like sound for like you know the buzzcocks and stuff like that oh, and yeah. uh they were surprisingly chilled no surprisingly up for a laugh oh really uh the damned oh no the damned yeah, yeah the damned he was still captain sensible was not that sensible um a couple of punk bands used to do like gigs up cleethorpes a lot um when i was working for gig shop but yeah it was uh yeah everyone oh i'll tell you there was a guy from america called adam bomb Right, and he used to wear like spandex leopard print, right? Yeah, yeah. Had flying V guitars. Like face. Yeah, like Fergus would be like in, at home with him, right? And I don't know what his story is. He was some sort of cock rocker in the eighties, right? And uh, do you know Blake from Gig Shop? He's got the best sort of sense of humor. I used to work for him, right? And he's the best. So he's a great guy. And uh, Adam Bomb backstage at Spring Edge because he said something like uh, he had loads of like hangers on and stuff like that. And he was there. No, I tell you, it wasn't Springhead. It was at, it was at Barton, right? In a venue in Barton. So how many followers do these people get? Oh, they were packed out. But do you know what I mean? With like people like in their 50s, you know, because back in the yeah, day, yeah. they were like cockroaches. And he asked Blake if he could get any, any coke. And he went, rolled in. He went, you're in the wrong town, asking the wrong guy. And walked <laughs> off. And I was like, yeah, it's that stuff. And these guys like, hey, man. <laughs> oh, and he asked him for that. He asked him for something along the lines that suggested he wanted something that was very illegal. Yeah. But Blake was like, you're in the wrong town, asking the wrong man. And just walked away. I thought, yeah, good so, on him. Yeah, that was, that was funny, that. Blake was like, and Blake's thing used to be, I've been a pop star for 30 years and I've never done none of that shit. Was he in the band then, Blake? Oh, Baker's been in loads of bands. Oh, um, he? He, he's not a pop star though, and he's on Eddie is. He's back to certain people and stuff like that. But um, yeah, good on him. In fact, he's good. He's really good mates with uh, a guy from Hulls uh, who used to be Bowie's drummer, uh, Johnny Johnny Cambridge. Good mate, because yeah. yeah. And in Springhead, used to be a picture of Johnny Cambridge and Bowie next to each other because we're like his best man at his wedding or something like that. But other than that, I don't know. No, oh, well. Wow. But Baker's a good pedal steel player. You know, that crying pedal steel sound. That all right. Meow, meow. You can play all that. I used to play it in the shop. See that I didn't know you worked there. I worked there. I know you were the thing above. Yeah, well, I used to work in the shop as well. I used to work for Blake. I used to do sound and stuff. And that was so, my, but that was was my you, main cross. Did you have the... But yeah. Like above, was uh, that yours? That was mine, that. Um, Who was the other Cal, yeah. So yeah, we Cal. we had another place somewhere. and Because I used to work for Blake. The room came up. I said, hey, can I have that room at the top? And he went, yeah. And then we did a little deal. And I used yeah, to win no. the practice room as well. Yeah, no, it's good. But my main yeah. sort of revenue when I did that was working for him. Do you know what I mean? I used yeah. to go, go in the van and go do gigs and stuff like that. But um, yeah, I it's a dying art at the minute now, though. Uh, I was only saying to someone the other day, um, it realised, you know, the entertainment industry, how it's been crippled because <coughs> of this. It's, it's done. It, it's, it's strong like, will survive in that one, I'm afraid. Yeah. I mean, the, the people are... Well, do you know what? No, that's not the strong will survive. That's the wrong way to say it. It's the people with money. Yeah. The people with money. It's the kids now. All the grassroots stuff. When, when we was in doing the bands 15 years ago whenever you could come from nothing and still make it you know and have your bands 
because you could rely on like doing bits here and there and going to working bars and you know what I mean? People from that lifestyle would yeah. just do that working about pubs and clubs, handing the out gig flyers. Culture, gig culture, yeah. just going out, handing out flyers. Like Craig, who was in the band with us, he used to go putting the big A4 posters up just yeah. everywhere. Just oh, making, you see that? You don't see that now, do you? No, you don't see it. Because, but like that culture of like being able to earn a fast book, if you like. Yeah. Not illegal, day to but... Day. Yeah, so just, you know, hustle. working for a nightclub, be a bit of hustle here and there and being able to go out. That's gone, I yeah. think. Yeah, no, you're right. And I... I that that whole industry now though it just says one thing it just says it's it's you need to be able to bring in revenue from other places which means if you if you if you are in that situation you could move a lot of it online and be a content producer do you know what I mean yeah um, there's yeah. a thing called content farming and then you discovered you a day have you heard of Trum Trum no one two three go there's another one as well basically they're like full of 20-something-year-olds and kids are into them, like younger kids, and they like life hacks and like little silly sketches. Uh, and there's yeah. a lot of videos, right, online. Right. They, they Every day, upload a dozen so videos. And I think they're either Ukrainian and one, two, three, go is, is Greek. But they have an English... So this is how clever it is, right? Mm. You have actors that just mime a lot and they don't actually say anything. There's a narrator that goes on top of it. Oh, I think and, I've seen yeah, stuff And like they changed. So I found having a little... It's like they do the, the teeth. Yeah, all, yeah, there's loads of crazy yeah, stuff, right? Yeah. But little sketches. And my seven-year-old binge yeah. watches them. Yeah, one yeah, after yeah. the other. And each video has had 30 million views, right? And it's called content farming. And they just put content. But what they do, it's like a bit like a, a network when they syndicate a TV show you know, to other regions and it gets wet where the real money comes in. You don't have to do that now because that old model sucks big time, right? What they do is they have a narrator of them. We get the English version. They do it in Indian because there's another market. Do you know what I mean? India or whatever the language, right? And um, We should record all these songs in but, different but languages. But how clever is it though, right? And <laughs> on the route of revenue, there's... Just to confirm, you'd like to call Elisa Hill. Oh, my God. Let's call anybody. What that's, was that? That's, that's, that is the AI list. The man listening to you all, all what points. What was that? He was going to call someone on your behalf, wasn't it? For yeah, you. somebody who was, who was going to get me gigs at the Hilton thing before. That was Maybe weird. that was fate saying, call her now, she's got a gig lined up. She needs someone right no, now. No, do you know what? I, well, they won't listen to it anyway. They, they rang me up and said, oh, I want to do... I want you to come in and play everything. I mean, it was lockdown, so I guess we'll give them that. I want you to come in and play every Thursday, and I sent, oh, send this and send that. I did everything, and then just didn't make a bath from them. <laughs> Maybe they thought your it was Your was too demanding. Maybe they just thought it was shit. They thought, I'm not counting out the... Yellow M and M's, but yeah, yeah um, that that is the way. So if you if you but how do you time. do that then? Because it's easy to do with videos, I guess. Well, or is it easy to do because you just have to right, put so them all on? This is an idea I'd. Well, I won't say it's my idea, but I thought about it. Actually, you inspired me when you was recording, so, recording that last lot of you know acoustic covers, <laughs> and I was thinking about like where you were at, and I thought what'd be interesting is because and it kind of kind of comes from the Instagram watching a few people who aren't music related on Instagram, um, how they develop something. Um, and I thought, w maybe you should just record all the time, right? Scratch scratch recordings off your phone, in a sl or some slightly better than others, you know, production-wise, but different versions, and just constantly upload them, constantly, right? And then what'll happen is, organically, the best versions will rise to the top because because people have the do you know the like stuff from likes and shares it will rise to the top it's out your hands and it's the most uh, valid way because it's actual yeah people. i think what i need to do on, on stuff like this what i don't do on instagram is i don't ever put a hashtag no you've got to be on board with that but listen imagine if it's your because you're gigging so we're going back to what you said a minute ago about yeah. you know people could do all that little hustling stuff and it's kind of changed now yeah well just change your environment a little bit right so i think right well i'm going to stay at home because i can't go out i'm just going to um 
I've got I've got ten song ideas in my head and they're all like half baked and none of them are finished. But I, I don't care. I'm going to upload them all today, right, off my phone. And then you might get three likes, no likes, one like, right. And then the one that three likes, you might put a bit more energy into it next time. And then or whatever. And you keep uploading. And then you go, oh, I've got my mate to come put some guitar on this one. Upload that one. Then it gets shared. And then eventually, there's 50 versions of this song over a period of two years, right? But one of them is going to really resonate with someone, right? Or it's going to, or, the, or a general lot of people and it's going to rise up a bit. And then, but at the same time, well, you're doing the all this. Well, the same, just sending the same song out a lot of the time. No, because it's, it's like, it's like what's happening is your fans are buying into you. They're investing time. They're seeing the progress of the song. Because like someone likes certain bands and collecting records and stuff sometimes like a bootleg you, you'll go find a version of something right but yeah. it's like it's like a new um, delivery of, 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 of stuff I could do that with this song that we've just done because I've got a couple of I've got acoustic, three versions on there right All acoustic versions of yeah. it and you know so like I've sent you stuff right um, don't what you want to put is put work in progress um, and it's changed a little bit but like there'll be one version out there that organically is liked by more people and it'll rise to the top and then what happens is it, it turns into a currency in itself because you can monetize your channel that way and you're getting more content so you're farming your own content out and you're not really worried about it being the final product because you don't know when the final product's going to come do you know what I mean yeah. the final products come when it gets enough attention and likes and you know that actually I, I, I think that is it you know what I mean and I'll move on but it's that thing of constantly uploading um, just looking for feedback and getting your fans involved and building a, a network up that way. So it's that. And I think I'm a bit behind it. Well, I'm, I'm obviously going to be on 42. I'm a bit behind it with where to go and, and, and you know, I can't be dealing with TikToks and all that exactly, kind of stuff. Exactly, you can't, but you just pick one platform, right? And I think you're not, because if anything, it's about the content So if you, and, and the consistency. Uh, algorithm loves the consistency. I uh, heard that you were doing something else, especially YouTube. It loves consistent uploading. Don't really care what you're uploading. But it's looking for the algorithm wants consistency. It wants to build a channel. It wants to build people in. So if you upload every day, no matter how how yeah. scratchy it is, it doesn't matter, right? Because it's gonna see work in progress, and someone can resonate with you. Someone can click with you and go down at your stuff. Because I took a load of stuff off YouTube because yeah. I wanted it to look good. There is, yeah, exactly. It, this is my theory, my thing, thinking about what I picked up on, like. Of a, of a lockdown looking at content so you know Blippi you've got to know yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. you know I do know Blippi right yeah, well yeah. he is balling it now man right he's big in fact his stuff's in Argos his magazine's in paper shop yeah, right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I watch so Jesse obsessed with Blippi, right? And it, every, he uploads every day. And I'm like, I put it on, I go, we've seen this one. And that video's like two years old. What he does, right? He makes new compilations of his old stuff every day. But toddlers don't care, do they? They go, I don't want that one. Do you know what I mean? And the parents put it on, and that's had 20 million views. And he's monetized it. So he, Blippi is just going, I know how to get money generated. And he's not the only one. They all do it. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's about... But YouTube is for kids now, though, isn't it? YouTube's getting a bit... I have to dig deep now, do you know what I mean, to find stuff I like into. And I find I have a week of a good run of stuff, you know what I mean? Like, yes, found some of it. And then I'll get a bit bored of it and move on. But I do go back and I still subscribe. I only subscribe to the things I'm really into because um, otherwise it just gets too cluttered. But I do think the, the key to earning some money or whatever is, con is, is consistency, and especially if you're a performer or a musician or a filmmaker, just upload all the time. And then see what happens. And then your fan base will grow slowly, but it will... You stuff you on like Instagram? I didn't think you was on... I tried the, to the shop, the shop is. I tried to... But the yeah, other it's day, Coffee at But it's not added the other day. Oh, well, it is on there because I was on it today. But, um... See, I'll, I'll have to show, I'll see, show you the wrong one. I think I'll, I'll do Instagram then. Instagram's... <coughs> a, 
TikTok is, I mean, it's surprising how many older people now say I've checked my TikTok. Oh, I listened to it the other yeah, day. I think they're morons. Yeah, I think they're just yeah, jumping on it. But I think Instagram is probably the safe, safest, cleanest yeah. way to get your message across. It's clean yeah. and you scroll through, it's there. Um, but definitely upload and YouTube. Um, and just yeah. upload. But do you see the idea of like ideas starting off? You might yeah. have a verse in the chorus, you scratch it out, you rub, put it on. There is all that thing of someone stealing something from you, though, you know, because primitive ideas. You've got to, like, think... Yeah, that, but, so. but, you, but in the same way, you've catalogued it, haven't you? Do you know what I mean? You've got your idea. Yeah, I, get, I bet ideas get nicked all the time, you know. Of course I do. Yeah. But, but yeah... music I, is all like that, anyway. Yeah, you yeah, borrow this, re- borrow that. Of course you do, yeah. Speaking of riff stealers, um, I saw a real good... Vi- I saw a video the other day. It was uh, Oasis at... Um, what's that? Foot Main Road, 1996. Right. F- it, amazing, right? Um... The, they came on, there was the, the peak, there was proper rock and rollers, you know, it looked good, it sounded good, it had the original lineup. it was Oasis that people cared about, not the latest ones, yeah. right? And then so, because I watched that one video, all Oasis videos, and uh, one of them was uh, all, it was 10 minutes of, it's the video's captioned something like 10 minutes of Nolan Lee and being savage, right? And you, They're funny out there. Oh, they were ruthless, ruthless, right? It didn't care what he said to anyone. No, no, no. You don't make rock stars like that now, do you? They cancel him straight away. I mean, you look at your Harry Styles and people like that. I mean, that song you sent me of his was really good, but again, I can't, just can't get into him. But, but, oh, they, yeah, well, that yes. produced, yeah, the song, yeah, great. But, like, I, but Liam and Ori, I was thinking that existed in 1996. They get cancelled, though, now. They get cancelled now. Even Liam Gallagher now, he probably got a total line a little bit. Oh, absolutely. Just a little bit. But, like, Noel is, like, boring as hell. But back then, it were relevant, and he's sat there, and he's giving it all this, and yeah, it's arrogant, and it's, it's whatnot. But yeah, d- you tell me a rock star now, <laughs> a modern-day rock star, since arguably Pete Doherty. Yeah, since him. Uh, Malik's Turner, but not really. Yeah, Miles Tingy, I think yeah, he Miles Kim. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, but still not, I don't... Not yeah, in the UK, yeah. I think they're big elsewhere. I think a lot of them, big in Mexico and stuff, Miles Kane. Is it really? Yeah, I think so. But, but there, there isn't anyone in this country then, let's say. We haven't got, got a rock star, no. have we? It's not since the Gallagher brothers together in the, in the, in the heyday. And maybe, like know. you said, Pete Doherty, because they were... I think Pete Doherty yeah, is our like yeah. Amy Winehouse, Pete Doherty is the last. Yes, okay, I forgot Lost rock stars. Yeah. And I don't just mean people that are just destroying their own lives. I, I'm on about like people where you go, wow, that's interesting. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah, I agree with you. Look at them just caning it and having a really good they time. They had the talent and the edge and everything the like edge, that. The edge, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Uh, where Bono just yeah. has the edge. Get it? <laughs> yeah. uh, are they well, a yeah, pedestrian? No, no, let's try and think of it we might have missed one out. We probably yeah. have, and we'll probably kick ourselves. Then go, oh, why did I mention so and so? No, no, I don't think we but have. He yeah, likes a Johnny Burrell, but then he turned a bit. Oh, they were, he had white tight jeans. He was annoying. And he, and he looked like, like Bob Geldof. I like Razor Light. I didn't like him at all. I don't know. I don't know. Who is he? No, nobody. Nobody. <coughs> but before that, there was always, it seemed like there was always somebody. There was one day, there was always a, a, a template for a good rock and roll star. But do you think this is like the media that have just like thought, well, we'll, we'll keep killing these people off and getting do done for it? Do you think it's... Right, now this is going to be a bit controversial, but not too controversial. It's this um, agenda to... Uh, Turn everybody down. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. So now we don't have these rival rock stars. We have these people who are willing to turn the line, compliant, because there's a, a, well, there's an angry mob out there that's showing <coughs> show at you. I don't know if we spoke about this before, but in ancient, ancient Greece, when they closed all the temples, it was because... I told you about that before, no, no, didn't no, tell, I? Tell me, tell me. So in ancient Greece, well, the story goes, I guess in ancient Greece... Um, they used to go to these temples of worship and then they become 
when they started, I got it from a, uh, I read it somewhere, I was on a podcast somewhere. What they used to do is they used to take things and drink wine at these temples. So it was, I think it was on a Joe Rogan thing, I heard it. And they used to drink wine and take things at these temples. And then everybody started to congregate at these temples and have real good times. So it was like one temple in particular, it's somewhere now in ancient Greece. And then these temples started spreading. And it seemed to be a place like like a nightclub or somewhere. Like a nightclub. Like a nightclub. And it was all up all over. Like all over Greece. There was all these temples and people going and partying and doing whatever. And like quite hedonistic, I think. And then the elders and the people in charge started to say, well, when people come together and spend too much time with each other all their ideas their ideas get bigger than ours yeah so when the people come together all the ideas become bigger and bigger so what they did is they closed all the temples so people couldn't meet anymore and couldn't so that to me was kind of like when it was doing they didn't even link it to covid and i'm going that's exactly what's happening with covid now everybody's got a bit too big for the books and started meeting and all these all these ideas yeah. are coming out and it's it's affecting the people at the top yeah do you get that? Yeah, made no, sense I, to me, it, it's hit it on the head um, because that is exactly what's happening um, and the fact that we kind of censored ourselves willingly as well right now, aren't we? You know Abs- I mean? Absolutely. And I said to Katie, I said, they'll have people begging for tier two in a few months. When they begging it, for tier two. They'll be begging. Better. They'll be begging. People are now coming in and going, oh, roll on Wednesday. <coughs> people were going, right, mm. roll on the 16th about two weeks ago and I was like, Oh yeah, roll on the 16th. And after all, three people I went to where they said, what's, what's happening on the 16th? Right? So she Googled it and it was some like... Uh, African country was having a change of guard. I went, I don't think it's that, right? <laughs> and then we looked at it and then she went, this is, and I go, oh, it's a tea review. I was like, all right then. So that's, that's what I'm saying. You, you you take everything away from somebody. I said this when it all happened. I said, you wait. They'll take everything away from everybody and they'll have people begging. Oh, oh we can, like the lottery. Like, oh, please, can we get back into you too? Yeah. Oh, please, just let us go outside. Do you know what I've heard today? That wearing a mask is not a legal requirement, Right. right. But what's happened is because of the propaganda machine that's very good and the NHS adverts and stuff like that, right? You know, that you've seen it really recently, the one where the plumber goes in and it's sort of like got green foam coming out of his mouth and it's spreading COVID no, on his legs no. out, right? Um, what's happened is it's this very like a psychological thing that they've hinted that we should wear the masks and it's going to be effective. So do your bit and wear the mask. But they can't do anything about it, right? Or you see people have been arrested. Yeah, well, I, so... What happens we police ourselves and what straight away you're going to get people who are going to uh, uphold that. I go got a mucky look yesterday because I'd forgot to put one on. So and I'm thinking to myself, why is this woman staring at me like that? I didn't, didn't yeah. co-op yesterday. I was like, I've been for a run, come back. And this woman was like, but I had one in my pocket. Yeah. So it was I'm just literally, yeah, and I didn't yeah. even think. And then I got to somewhere and I thought, mask. Yeah, yeah that's what she And I said to the guy, I said, well, I'm really sorry. And I put it back on. But part of me wanted to see that woman again to say, oh, yeah, yeah. I've got one now. Well, it was like medium of day, a little bit off topic, but I was walking the dog because I'm looking after a dog at the moment and it, I didn't, he's it old, right? And as I'm walking, this guy's looking at me, it's real, real, real funny, but I just thought, I'm mm, not of it. And this other guy said to me, hey, mate, your dog just had a shit. Oh. <laughs> That's it, wrong. So, because he's old, he didn't know he was doing one, mm. he's just dropping his little nuggets going down. So I went, oh, cheese, buddy. And uh, we made a joke of it and I went and picked it up. But this other guy was foot. Yeah, not picking up. But then he, he, he also could have seen me and gone, I can tell he don't, he's not aware of it. He should have just said, though, hey, mate, your dog, like the other guy, instead of just yeah. staring at me like I'm a weirdo. So, yeah. But um, there's this thing, right? So, you're going to straight away, by suggesting the mask is effective, you're going to get people who are going, right, I'm not wearing a mask. It's pointless. You're not telling me what to do. Then you're going to get people. No one's going to be really in between, right? And you're going to get the ones that are going to wear a mask. And you're going to get people, it's going to police itself. And it's like, 
yeah, it's a propaganda machine. Masks will go on for a while, you know. It's a scary thing, isn't it? You know what They're going to go on for a long time. I actually think in, in places like where there's loads and loads of people, especially in winter, they'll just make them, people wear them for years now. It, I mean... Although it doesn't protect, it's weird because you, know, you feel protected with the mask, I know, it's so... But you're not. I know. It's, it's only based on two people wearing And you get a little bit of protection, apparently, but... Yeah, it's really, really, really bizarre. I think the word I think... I honestly think that people will just wear them for a long time now. So, so Even vaccines or not vaccines. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> I've been hearing great headlines. Uh, Vax the way to do it, all daily mail, every day. Oh, and I, and everyone's like got this like, early Christmas gift, aren't they? But as... Uh, mm. I know... Well, we're going to wait for everybody know, else first, I'm not a frontliner and I'm not old, so... No, yeah. but I think... So well, that's it, innit? Yeah. yeah we're so, go we're going to have to see when... Within a couple of weeks, if there's been a few... I know there's been a couple now, but they've put it down to allergic reactions, haven't they? A few people have died from it. Yeah, well, they died. A few couple of people have died, but they said it was extreme allergic reactions. Yeah, I did hear about the allergy reaction. Um, my dad got this, like, leg thing at the moment. It's got, what's it called? Phlebitis. It's like a blood uh, inflammation, like, on the clock. Right. So that's why I'm looking after his dog's cat, guys. had it on for, like, three weeks. It's really painful, right? And uh, so I Skype him on a night, and he said... Uh, I had to go to the doctors again because I needed to do more antibiotics in, in working. So he managed to get himself all the way to the doctors, right? He said, there was no mm. one there. I pressed the button. He said, wait for assistance. Press the button. The door opened. So I went in. This woman came out. Went, no mask. No, he had a mask. He went, what are you doing in here? So, oh, I've got an appointment. And I, read the, I rang the button. The door opened. I mean, Dad doesn't take no shit off anyone, so I can't imagine. And he, he didn't have to... T I know he's tamed it down for me, right? He's just... He's like that. And... Um, so she sent him back out again and said, we got, I'll let you in. So my dad complied, right? So I said, I went outside. Pressed the, no, bear in mind, it's just him in there, right? Pressed the button. She went, who is it? She went, it's me. Who's me? I, I, you just sent me out again. Do you have your name so I can check it on the list? He said, come on. Do you know what I mean? You don't do that. Do you know what I mean? Dad? He said, it was just funny. He's like, the fact that she sent Everybody, me out. Yeah. I pressed the button. She went, who is it? Uh, yeah, you know what I mean. It's the guy just she, sent out yeah, she, she was being, People, she was following yeah, protocol. It is like, uh, like we just said. So I don't sense. know if it is going back to them Greek, but you can definitely make links to maybe somebody somewhere has gone. Actually, we're losing a bit of power here. There's two. You think if you've just had an elite of five families running things for a long time, owning all the wealth, oh, yeah. and then they're having to let Bill Gates in. I know his family comes from wealth anyway. Down the yeah, line. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, 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 he does. Yeah. But then you've got the Bezos and the everybody else, and they're going, hang on a minute. Yeah, something not quite right. Too many here. people coming in the club. Too many people are making money. Too many people are, are you know getting to know what's going on and having their own agenda. Trumps for yeah, a pair of exactly, example. Exactly, he came up to be the top top job. Well, yes. Yeah, what's, so what, what, what's actually going on here? Let's just yeah, let's rein things back in again. So do you know? I had a. Uh, he's called Peter Hitchens. I don't know much about him, but apparently he's like a very academic thinker. He's not like a, um, he's not an academic actually. I don't know why I said that, but he's like a, he's a report, he's a journalist and a, a writer. But he, I think he, he's, um, he's, he's, I don't know how to explain him. I think he might be on the right a little bit, but not like right wing. But you know mm. what I mean? He's not yeah, like, yeah. right. Because uh, yeah, and um, I listened to him today on something. I caught a clip of himself. But wait, that makes sense. So what, what is it talking about? Because what he said is, uh, he sees it as the big reset. It's what seems to be going on, and, and all this is like, yeah, and that's the te first time I heard it though. I was like, if you want to put the brakes on something, do something really drastic, 
gives you opportunity to get some propaganda out there, and then we can re- slow things down so we can catch up again. Like you maybe pointed out then that hey, look, shit's getting out of hand now. Let's reel re- it in. Do you know what I mean? Like you do with your kids when it. Well, Steve Bannon said it needs to be a great. Re- I think he was he, he was doing a bit like the world's going to end reset, but. But no, no, oh no. Do you know that 2020? The world is ending for some people, you know bless him. Well, everyone was looking at 2012 wanting for something to happen, and it never came. But we think about it, 2020. Everyone was looking numbers, forward. Every, I know, me too. I everyone thought. was looking forward. 2020 is going to be brilliant. 2020, living brilliant. in 2020. But 2020, you think about it, if it's going to happen, 2020 just seems to be symbology, symbolic, whatever. The numbers and everything. It is, it is a symbolic year. Yeah, it, it is I a think, symbolic year. But I think, <coughs> is it going to drag out longer? I don't know. I don't think it will. You don't think it'll drag uh, out? You think we're just gonna money talks now? Money talks. Yeah, it does. But like, I mean, it's gonna gonna wind up. But they're gonna keep us following certain rules for a while. Oh yeah, I think till next summer. Really? Yeah, I actually did hear that last. I think till next last, summer. Yeah, till I eight. think till, I honestly do until enough, enough people are vaccinated. But they, on, he said on the on the news, didn't it? Even if you get the vaccination, you can still get COVID. And you're like, what? And it's ninety percent effective, but you, you'll still get it. But you just won't die. Is that's what they're saying? Yeah, well, oh great. Yeah, but I it's mean, just it's a really bad new money, isn't it? Let's be honest. Uh, uh, f- is it is it pneumonia or flu? Or yeah, flu, influenza, yeah. pneumonia, right, okay. isn't it? Yeah. I don't know. I didn't know. What it's, the, it's the same thing. It's just really, really bad. And if in, in, I've had pneumonia twice. Whoa. That's hard call, that. Yeah. <coughs> I got it from being run down and working loads and then still training and then going into right, work. Yeah. And, yeah, your you immune know, system's down, in it? My immune system was just down, so I got it. So COVID's the same. If you're affected and your immune system's down, it gets you in it, you know, it grips all you. So that's why it's definitely a thing. It's definitely not five G. It's definitely that was the maddest thing that wasn't it. I was well worth entertaining for for a a day or two. People were into that, weren't they? It's like come out, can it five G just yeah? That was the that's been the best one this year. It's actually absurd. Five G. I think we considered it. Well, (laughs) yeah, but you did. I I didn't consider it. I I looked at it for and straight away I went nah. Not that one. And I'll take most things. I will. I'll give most yeah, things no, a little go. No, but 5G, I was like, nah. 2020 has been the year of conspiracies. It has. And the best one, and I don't know if it's a conspiracy in the fact that it's been doctored, but what was that Dean Coates book where he actually... Oh. I mean, come on, that's mind-blowing. If that is real... and That, that is one, real. And it wasn't doctored. That is fifth, real. Then come on, that is mind-blowing, isn't it? That is, that like, is real. For anyone who's not seen that, because I forget we're talking to other people, uh, they said it was going to be released from a, a bio weapon from Wuhan, from Wuhan, which would cause a pandemic, which would cause a pandemic, and it was the same guy, who Dr. Lee, who with the first name was different, That's but the right, last name yes, was the same. Yeah, I mean, Dr. Lee, and it's going to happen in 2020. I mean, that's still. And it was go. wrote, it wrote in 1980, so it was wrote before that. It was wrote in the 60s, and then they changed oh. it to Wuhan in the 80s, I think. I, I mean, mean that's, that's what they said. That's just too uncanny, isn't it? And when I've seen that, and I'm, I was a judge. I mean, that's pretty much a given now, though. Isn't it? That, that's how it was released. It wasn't a bat. No, they're still saying that it's. Um, the everyone's saying that they weren't looking after that 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 um, lab properly, and things happened. But their official line is it was just from a wet market. But only last week, because we're in the U week now. Last week they, they discovered that is it a cat that has got COVID? A cat. Yeah, it's, it's a cat. They found a cat. Where? I don't know. I, I, I laughed because I'm not a cat person. I was like, ah, <laughs> cat's got it. Nah, oh, no, I'm making it. I, like I had a cat once. I had it 14, 14 years. And That's it's more than once, man. That's fucking half your life nearly. Yeah, well, I was um, yeah. But anyways, it... it, it um, no, it, so I don't know if we can... We, when you think about it... But I think what, what's that, again, this year has been so convoluted with conspiracies 
everything's just been a conspiracy. Or this do you year. think because we've all had a bit more time on our hands? No, I think it's our been purposed. I think it's no, I think it's been purposed. I think that if some of them are true, and what they've done is they've just convoluted everything, clouded the waters a little. They've bit. just thrown everything out there. You've got the Epstein's, the islands. Oh, that. You've got the Epstein's. I mean, you've got the islands. You've got the five Gs. You've got the COVID. You've got the Donald Trumps. You've got the BLMs. You've got just everything. George Floyd's. You've just that. you've just had everything just thrown at you this year, and then you've got to sit in your house and don't do anything so everybody's just gone what started thinking about it googling it becoming experts in it and then ultimately they've just got what they want anyway i'm not wearing a mask would you wear a mask i ain't wearing a mask oh i'm not going into lockdown would you go into lockdown yeah can i have two you too do you know what i mean it's just nuts I bet you just summarized it perfectly this whole year has just been nuts for it has. i forgot you just summarized the fact that all that shit where did you start? Started this time last year it as well, started, by the way. Yeah, did it actually? Because I remember, you know, Castle. We had a joke there. about it. We were sat right That's there. Right, we did. We're not a joke. No, but we did. Yeah, I remember we sat there and it, we, we were talking about whether we going to lockdown. Corona was the name yeah, of the Mac episode. Yeah, Corona. Um, Ah, oh, yes, but y- you know. Uh, I said you have just bought some, blah, yeah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Masks after you, because I mean, you bought masks. Yeah, we, we won't be doing that. There's no chance. And everything we said we wouldn't do, we've ended up doing this year. Oh, fucking hell, I forgot about that. And I forgot how, how mad it was. It was then. crazy. It's just been a crazy old year. It has. But all that stuff you just said, all that stuff, and what happens is we've been in lockdown, so we've been thinking about it, we've been discussing it online, and we've been reading more than we should usually do, and therefore we've, we've, we've given everything purpose. But, we, we, but they wanted that way, the ones that yeah, give imagine if one of those things were true, right? The best thing to do then is to throw loads of stuff out, then people just get overwhelmed and go, none of it's true, you know what I mean? Or, none of it's true. Or just can't believe anything, because one thing's upset to them, but that's possible, but then... Yeah, and he just goes, you know what, I'm having, I've had enough. We just, I just, I mean, things can, I, when people say to me, like, you know, if you're having a bad time in your life or something, then people are used to say, don't they? Well, you know, at least he can't get anywhere. So, <laughs> do you remember that? Yeah, yeah. And that was like a same kind, but yeah, it fucking yeah, can. Yeah, I know. I know it does. It can. I hope they still come back to like as a soundbite for next year's. But I'll play it back. It really Gosh. things can always get a lot worse. I know. I listen to Jordan, as you know, the Jordan Peterson fan. And he was talking about anxiety and stress and people being... And he said, I can't understand why people are more anxious. I can't understand... Because one day you're going to die. He said, why are people just stressing out and going crazy? Because, you know... You know that you're more thought. <clears throat> you know that. He said, but that doesn't resonate with people. The, 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 the care about all these little things going on in their lives. It's true that, because you don't... You go, that's, yeah, I'm going to die one day. And that's going to be hopefully when I'm in my 80s. You know what I mean? Mm. And you think, well, I'm, I'm got another he 40 that, years he, he said anxiety. He said, people having anxiety. Does, he said... Uh, I'm just surprised that more people are anxious. And I'm like, yeah, do you know what? You've got a point. Yeah. When people said, you have anxiety, ah, no, I'm all right. But like, well, hang on. Yeah, think about you it know truly. That, think about it. Yeah. The dangers that are actually in your life and everything that could go yes. wrong. But you're all right. Yeah. And think about it as well. Do you know, every day you're juggling, you do. <coughs> the juggle of like this, that and the other. Mm. Um, if you did think about it, you would, you would have a nervous breakdown. But you if you just go on autopilot and let the... Sympathetic nervous system. Do you know what I think this year's done though? Talk about a reset, and it's a bit weird because I'm going to say this now. I seem to have spent like the last four or five years not really seeing anything, just being in my own little bubble, like boom, just driven, driven, like not even driven, just falling, and not falling, but falling forward, thankfully. Oh, you're on path? Yeah, just boom, 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 boom. And it's just been like, but this year has actually given me an opportunity to go, oh, hang on. Maybe I ain't been doing what's really right for me. Because I feel like, I just feel like an anxious thing. I just feel like I've just been like, I don't know, just 
tunnel vision, but not like in a good way. Like, oh, I'm okay. gonna go get that yeah, yeah, tunnel yeah. vision. You just had your tunnel blinkers on. Yeah, like uh, like like when River was born for like the first three years of his life, all I wore outside of work to do gigs, to do anything, to go on a night out with Katie. I never used to see my mates or do anything or talk to anyone. I just got a black t-shirt, black jeans, trainers. That was it for years. And I know it sounds a bit daft, like, what's wrong with that? But then when I think about it, like, even somebody said to me, I wore, I don't know, like, a white top or something, and he went, oh, I only ever see you in black. Yeah, and I thought, clicked with you, yeah. I thought, yeah, do you know what? That's And I ain't cared. I ain't, I ain't bought any new clothes. If I do uh, walk into somewhere, I'll have that black top. And it's yeah. really symbolic for yeah. me. Like, now I'm like, right, I'm not just doing that anymore. Yeah. I'm not just doing that. I'm not just being so predictable and just busy and tired and... So this year's like let me wake up a little bit to like there's a bit more to everything I, I that's going that. on, a bit more colour. Yeah. At first I thought you wore black because like Steve Jobs. Slimming. No, no. <laughs> do you know like he takes that decision fatigue out. It's like if I just have one outfit, then it I can have many versions of it, but it just I don't worry about this. That, that's what I do. That's what I am. Do you know what I mean? No, but that's good when you get to that level. When you, but I think I was just doing it because it was just so easy. Yeah, oh, convenience. Just, just, just black. Well, I mean. <clears throat> we still, I know we always say we're, we're getting old because everyone else seems young around you, but really, we still are. Relative, yeah, yeah. Well, I, yeah so we I, am 42. Exactly. So I, I but no, we are, we are, we are. You are, you are and like your business is quite young because yeah, exactly. you so are expanding, you, this and that. And I listen to like Christy Moore's version of um, Fairy Tale in New York because you think it was Wiley that said the other day, I don't know if you saw this, Wiley was saying about musicians, he was saying rock stars, they can get old. Um, your Mick Jaggers, your Beatles, blah blah blah, and people still revere them and be like, yeah, blah blah blah. Yeah. He said, but you listen to like grime, grime artists or new artists now, you just won't get, you yeah, won't get anybody. Yeah. Like, while he's considered old, they need now. Yeah, but it's mean? like and anybody else is revered. You get somebody who's from like the hip hop, maybe Eminem's a, a, or Dre's a bit of a different with that. But you only get one or two. But you won't ever get any new artists yeah. now. But in the eighties, seventies, eighties. So what you mean? All... So, so what you're saying there? So in in the hip hop world, you have got a couple of pioneers that are re- revered. Yeah. But all the new blood, if you like, they have a short li- shelf. Sure, yeah, everybody's got a short life lifespan, and you won't get any, you won't get like a, I don't know, an artist now who's forty or something who'll get a top. 20 hit or a top 10 hit because it's just like a manufactured machine now it's all just yeah. do you know what I mean like you listen to like some of these these guys that, who, was that, who you put me onto the other week and oh, you said oh, he's been yeah he's yeah. been around for years yeah, but he's only breaking now. but he wouldn't yeah he's only breaking now but if he was just to come out now he'd have no chance oh yeah yeah he'd have to put the groundwork in for that type of years, stuff yeah. to, to have some foundation solidarity yeah, yeah. yeah. otherwise because he, he's got a core fan base it's the only one I can think of, actually, who, who made it big in his later life is C6 Steve. Yeah, because he's so bloody... He a bit unique, wasn't he, in a bit? A, yeah. a character in it, you know? Like, yeah. Yeah, he's probably been doing it years and years yeah, and yeah. years and years. He didn't pick up a guitar in or banjo, whatever it is he plays, but 10 years ago, yeah. whatever it is he plays. He didn't pick up that 10 years ago, did he? But he just... Yeah, so it is out there. It's all... I don't know. It's all for the taking. But, like, I, I have stuff I want to do still. Um, and I just think... You could go, well, I at 20 anymore. Because that, it seems like, because that is like a whole, a whole lifetime. You sound, like Gary, you sound like Gary V. Gary V. I, I forgot him. Actually, I forgot, I, last year, I was trying to, I listened to his podcast and I got <laughs> bored. Of this, I got bored of his energy. It was like too much. Turn yeah, it off. It was just too much. It was too much. But um, I still want to do stuff. But like, and it, it's not all around this business either. Um, but, and I just think, well, I think, oh, could I, the, the mindset I could have is like, well, well, I'm too old now. 
Yeah, don't have that mindset. But I don't because I'm like I no. had that mindset again up until this year, up until we recorded in Mexico. Until I just thought, nah, it's done that. I'm a. I might just be a pub or club singer, but at least we're going to have a go at it. Yeah, but this is the way you sh- I think you should look at it. It's changed now, anyways. You don't need to chase. I don't think you do. No one will wreck their old record deal thing. I know X Factor tried to, to, to uh, portray that's how you still get on. You had to offer the record deal. But there's loads of artists making. Well, Jerry Cinnamon, for one, he sold out that place in um, Glasgow. What he signed? No, he went he, without a record deal. He did it twice without a record deal before he signed a record deal. And I think he turned on a few anyways because it went right for him. It just shows you he was older. Had the songs and the and the thing and made it happen for himself in a certain way. It was organic. The fans liked him. He mm. built a core biz, you know, fan base. Because I think if you look at the the fast, the fast music stuff, it's built on nothing. It's built on inflation. It's built on hype. And once the hype bust, been, it's been it has pretty been, as well, hasn't it? Yeah. Exactly. But when it goes, it goes. It was when your looks go, it goes as well, doesn't it? You can't tell me. You can't tell me. You look at, um, I don't know, female acts now or whatever. They're all. They're all just like model type girls. Yeah, none they? of them are like. It, even, there's no substance, no, is no. there? And even, it's, I don't even know if it's the same with like boys and boy bands now. It's just, it's all what you look like. Yeah, what you well, look, look like. at like, uh, I don't know what I can think of because they're, they're always on YouTube. It's BTS. And they all. Oh, God, yeah. Well, they all look like the models are dirty, you know, they've not yeah. got hair out of place. Um, that's why rock bands always look I haven't like. to be fair. You haven't got hair out of place, Dad, I can guarantee mm. that. <laughs> but yeah, it's. Um, but yeah, but you know what I mean, I, I think. Good songwriting. Look at I know he's I know he's got a big machine behind him, but he's no oil painting. Louis Capaldi, yeah. yeah, because his songs. And he's maybe the closest thing we've got to a rock star now. I, yeah, well, what's he do? Well, it's just funny, isn't he? Right, yeah, yeah. Just people a funny like guy, him, though, yeah, exactly. And the people warm to him. Yeah, and he's probably going to have a model. Real, life he's probably next. the realest thing we've got to. He's not. Yeah. A, he's not yeah. doing yeah. out getting smashed or, and doing all that or, stuff. But. And I always think Ed Sheeran, mm. I mean, every picture I see of him is weird, but he's, he's mega big mm. because he's not, he's not Michael Petit, but um, he has got a talent because I saw him yeah, in Glastonbury talented, and guy. I thought, wow, that one guy with that fex pedal. Oh, he's and brilliant. He, exactly. I will not take that away from him because the subjective part of me goes, he is great, right? It, I just got to listen to him. But think about what he's got. It's not, it's got substance behind it and it's not fast and he's, and he's, you know, I mean, so I think maybe hey, listen, I've just thought about song. it now. Maybe he should go ahead, share and Lewis Capaldi, and then if they want like a fat bald fella, I'll do it. <laughs> no, honestly, the power is in the song, and you get the right song in the right hands, or you get right exposure, which everyone can do now. I remember Mick always saying the play field's been level now. It's just you just got to get it out there. And, he, and at the time, I was yeah. like, yeah, whatever. And I, I realized it. He, we need right. to concentrate on getting this song out, then, don't we? But, it's but, sense to me. Let's do it. Um, you do write good songs. I've heard a bunch of them, and I th- I do know the good songs. Um, I tell you what, I play them when I got my headphones on. All my kids know them songs. Yeah, good. I made them second hand through my headphones, <laughs> now, but they can <laughs> sing them. They can sing them. And Pelo, I always play. What she what you listen to here? That again. Puts it on and she knows it. And she, do you know them? One song over and over again. But what I mean is the power is. Yeah, the good do you know song. what? It's interesting that because I played that song once in front of Freya. Yeah. And then in the kitchen I listened to it again the other day and she's singing along to it and I'm like, ah, that's interesting. It's uh, an earworm. You do write an earworm, you know, like once yeah. it's in. That you see, I have listened to songs so many times, right, and I'd never know the lyrics of them. I don't know what it is, my brain don't really yeah. them. But once that the but the right part of the song, the chorus, that which is everything in most songs, isn't it? Um yeah. and that one, for example, as the, I went to bed last night, right? 
I actually had an early night and a good night's sleep last night for the first time in a long time. But I was working on that before I went went to bed. I just thought I booked some stuff up. Um, and I went to bed and I was laying in bed and I was going, do you know the chorus? <laughs> yeah. And do you know that mid-eight bit where it's got the little breakdown? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I've got... It, it was that into the chorus. It was that into the chorus. And I was just like, it was just, it was overwhelmingly big. And I, it was like, like you know, you can't really sleep. So I had to put my Yuva sounds on my ASMR things, which I do anyways. But it just shows it. It's like the hook is there. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's getting out. Like you say it's just getting out. We will do that. I'm looking forward to putting that because I think it's a bit different as well for what we've done before. Don't you? Don't you know someone who's up to remixing stuff? Yeah. Because um, if you ever need them, I can bounce out the stems. So you've got like the vocal stem. Um, so then they can just put like over a back another track they're building. Yeah, well I'll mean? send him that actually. Yeah, the the Northern Monkeys they're called. Because that imagine uh, four four beat be like that. Yeah. Because see, also as well, you write a song, another producer or whatever remixes it. That's the version that breaks, and then everyone then looks at the guy who wrote the song. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's, yeah. That happens a lot Loads. of times as well. Yeah, it does. But um. Mexico going by, I forget what you know. I, I, I've not run it past them or you, but that kid who comes in here is a real good trumpet player. You know, um, Mexico. Yeah. I thought, I wonder if you can do like mariachi horn. Oh, that'd be cool, yeah. I know it would. I've, I, I only came up with this the other week where I was thinking about it, but I'm going to have to ask him when I see him again. And if you are out of it, try yeah, it. Listen, I'm for trying anything on that song. I but like yeah. to do it. We've got to get Mexico done. I like um, Goodbye. Goodbye, yeah, yeah. That's the one to do next, I think. Um, I started. Fleshing things out a while ago, and I kind of got. Well, maybe after Christmas, we'll put some guitar down properly on that, and I'll make sure it's right. Well, if I put a, a structured a beats down, you know, if you to go on top of, I think that's where we go. <coughs> playing to a click track mm. is hard and, and not inspiring, but playing to a groove is is doable yeah. for everyone. And I think if you get that fleshed out, then even then we can change the arrangement later because the sections we've got are in the pocket, you know, what I mean, in time that we just go blah blah blah. Before we wind up, did you watch the Anthony Joshua thing? Fine. Yeah. No, I watched it the next day. Well, I did. And the Roy yeah. Jones one, I watched right. that. Right. Well, the Roy Jones thing, right? I've saw the first few rounds, and I never got around to finishing it. And I've deliberately not. I don't know the outcome of that. I managed to. Really? Yes. So don't, I was going oh. to say, so no spoiler there, right? Oh, okay. Uh, it's in, in my watch list. Done all right. Well, I'll then. tell you why. Right. I was watching it, and then I got distracted. I went back, and the video got taken off YouTube. Oh, right. right? Okay. So then I thought I had to go find it again, and I've just not picked up on it. Right. Okay. So I don't know the outcome. Um, saving it. And but the uh, I watched the like you on on YouTube the day after. Um, <laughs> I thought it was quite good. Joshua. Yeah. Yeah, he's a good fight. Yeah. Who do you think are winning him and Tyson though? I think in Tyson just awkward and bigger and yeah, longer. And I think uh, yeah, and I th- and I prefer him as a person. Yeah, me too. And after his fight with Wilder, I just think he's gonna he could yeah. do it. Yeah, I mean Joshua's great. He didn't do himself any favors this year, did he? With his don't spend money and yeah, that was a yeah. stupid speech that he wrote. But I don't think that was his speech. But you can't hold that against him. He's no, no, good, no. As a, as a, as he I seems to be a bit more tunnel vision now. And when we Anthony Joshua first came out, he was fighting and all that. He was on Tommy Coyle's undercards right. and stuff like that. And he he was like he didn't know how to act in front of the camera because he was just a bit like and you know a bit like aggressive and like full of himself. Like yeah, yeah, like real like horrible type right, guy okay. and then he'd become like this yeah like laughing type yes. joker type frank bruno type right. character but now he's gone back to oh, the, like the like the, yeah, a bit like dark a bit like yeah. i don't care about anybody else but i remember tyson fury when he was doing all his yeah stay humble and all this tyson fury was like that's not the real you that's uh, not the real you, you. Out, yeah he was saying that's not the real you just go back and dillian white was uh, dillian white was as well and they were saying that's not the real you is it the real you is not a very nice person. The real oh, you is not a nice wow. guy. Re- and he's gone back to that. Because I always thought, of, 
or not knowing that, but it makes sense a little bit that he's a good ambassador for the sport. He's like a good role model. Yeah, that's what the And he's got these massive like, yeah. sponsorships in it, Nike and Adidas, whatever, or one of them. Yeah. Um, he's got a lot to lose, I suppose. So it's got to mm. be like that clean cut thing. But yeah. it does make sense. You're yeah, tired, yeah. I can see. Yeah, I am tired. I'll, we'll wrap, wrap it up. It's been hey, good. Was an hour and a half has flew by. I know, it has, mate. Um, got to recover some... Well, we'll skits, start again. Yeah, well, there, let's, we? let's get Christmas out of the way. Let's get some music started. Let's do a proper little music one when we come back. Yeah. Put a couple of songs on Why it. Why do we do it? get some version of your track? And if you're out right with it, we'll, we'll tag it on the end of the Yeah, that'd be good. That. And just call it like, you know, uh, working progress. A little demo, a little thing. I'm going to start releasing the acoustic versions of it as well so it gets in people's ears. Do it. Do, do think about setting up, you, I don't know if you've already got your channel or whatever, but like, maybe just uploading a lot of content. And you might, yeah. don't be deflated when things have got two views because... I think it would be good. Yeah, two hundred percent more. But like, um, it it would. Uh, eventually I, mean, I, I like the like fact that release a little bit of this ear hole stuff. I like that. Though. I think that's a good idea. Acoustic versions first for the song, and then releasing the full song, so it's in people's head. I like that. Yeah. No, you set the groundwork in there. I think you've got scope to do. We've got b b uh, write more songs, even if you've got a bit of an idea. Yeah. Just make sure it's recorded recorded onto you. You got Garage Band now, haven't you? Garage yeah. Band. Yeah, you could you could do some pretty good stuff. Do everything to a click track, but of thing is just to get into the the, the the idea of structuring stuff and be playing. Um, then take the way a click track and everything just sounds a lot more consistent. Um, and just do it all the time. Uh, make a thing of doing it once a week at least. Yeah, that's a good. Because I know you're a busy guy, so it's not like you. Like, I'm you not at a minute, not as busy. I'm no, but it's not like you just like we're talking earlier. You're just a musician trying to lig it. You, you've yeah. got like a lot to to do. So so like so. Putting this one day or one afternoon to, to, to record a demo you've been thinking with in your Yeah, it's not a bad idea. Even if the song's a minute and a half, it's a I've got a couple idea. of them, though. I've got well, a couple. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they'll, they'll, they'll grow in themselves. Each song will take on a personality and an entity, if you like. And you can go back to it six months later and work on that one again. Here's something I'll leave on. I was into to, um, DJ Swivel, who's uh, an engineer for Beyonce, did... Lemonade, I think, with that album. And they said, you won't think it, but Beyonce, for the superstar that she is, she stays in the studio till three in the morning, right? And she'll be doing vocal after vocal. And uh, one of their tracks, for example, has got 120 vocal tracks. And wow. you know, it sounds like one vocal, but that's the amazing thing. I mean, because she's just so... I'll do that word, I'll do that word, I'll do that line, and they comp it all together. So he's got, he's got a massive wow, job. Okay, yeah. So that's how they get that amazing vocal. I've seen the, the level of production now people expect is not yeah. as, as like Rolling Stones-y, right? Um, and she'll also be there at three in the morning with her hands on the mixing desk, pushing, helping him push the phase and lay it all out. And uh, there's a clip he plays on this thing where he's got the files and he brings it up, right? And she has this, uh, they have a, a guitar guy come in and he does this mad guitar solo, like really full of range, like, wee, wah, all this and that, right? And she goes, oh, it'd be great if I could doubt my voice. So she goes in the booth, basically, and uh, she mimics it with her voice. And the pitch is so high, you know what I mean? And goes so low. And she, can, she sounds a bit like, not. it sounds a bit weird, but when you put it in context... And they do some manipulation with it. It's like, wow. And that's how, like, uh, she's willing to, you know, go try things. Yeah, a yeah, level yeah. where she can, should maybe can just play it safe and get a team of writers to do everything for her. She's, she's open still for pushing yeah. it, yeah. And that's probably why she's at the, at the top still. Oh, she's a satanic. I, I like to think also. <laughs> also, yeah. so she's a, a yeah, an artist. You, you, don't, you don't marry the Jay-Z guy, do you? And not be... Privy to a few things. That's it. Yeah. But yeah, just saying, you know, it's the work ethic of those people. Sometimes it's easy to it? you think uh, they've got it all made for them. No, but anyways, no. I enjoyed no, that. I did, mate. So let's get back on it. Yeah, it is. Get back on the horse. Yes, the obvious. The obvious. Top Here man. we go. I'm just rolling it out. Oh.